It's not bad. I mean, it's it's a Heineken, which I mean, it's not the best, but it's also not the worst. Welcome uh, to Pig's Pod, episode what? 97. I'm, uh, I am Oreo. And I'm Q-Stick. Like, we're edging. Yeah. We're edging so close to 100. Oh, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that too, right? You confused uh, me for a second. I was like, what? We're edging. <laughs> we're Is that edging. what we're doing this episode? Yeah. I, I know we don't plan the episodes, but... <laughs> yeah, no. I feel we, like we... you should at least give me a heads up. <laughs> we're going to be doing that. <laughs> uh, I, I fucked up my... Just video. a whole episode of grunting and moaning. Ooh. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. One of my favorite jokes in high school. I can't I'm pretty sure we've talked about it on I'm 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 100%. I'm remembering it now. We've definitely talked about it. The gorilla thing, do you remember? Probably I don't remember, but I'm sure we talked about it. Remember yeah. this whole alcoholic thing? Well, yeah, you're an alcoholic. That's right. <laughs> he, he he's got a bad memory. He's an alcoholic. Not wrong. No, my, yeah, one of my favorite things that me and my buddies would do is uh, make gorilla having intercourse noises. <laughs> okay. I, I, don't, I haven't <laughs> checked into it on National Geographic. I don't know if it's correct, but <laughs> this is pig spot, not sex spot. Oh, sorry, Phil. You're right. Uh, You're right. Well, so... This is Pink Spot, though. We don't even we talk about anything and everything, and nothing yeah. in between. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. I'm having a you know what? I've had a really good weekend. How was your weekend going? Uh, good. Oh yeah, it's the weekend. Yeah, well, I forget every every day over. merges together now. It really does. Like I define my week based on what stream I'm doing. I don't I don't quite know how to. I don't know how to like explain it. But that's just kind of how yeah. I see, see like each of my week is defined. Okay, it's the start of the it's the start of the week. We do pig's pod, yeah. And then uh, you know Monday Tuesday I don't really do anything. You know we have um, you know we have like family time. And then all right Wednesday rolls along. It's time for D and D. Thursday's D and D. You know and then Friday and Friday's Saturday only fans. And Friday's only fans. Only feet. Uh, only feats. <laughs> You can't do make it. The money you got to pay the bills somehow. I I I can't do it. That one is just. I am you know it, that the conversation we were having earlier. No, I just I can't do feet. That's just not my thing. Well, lots of people are into it. I mean, I don't want to kink shame, but like I said, it's just fucking weird. Yeah. But you know, some people are into it, and it's just not yeah. me. But I have ugly oh. feet, so. Like I was telling you, I have a, I know a guy that. Sells pictures of his hairy shoulders. The speaking of gorillas having sex, that's basically <laughs> what his shoulders look like. It's, they're fucking wild. They're like a just Why? a jungle forest going on his shoulders. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm happy for him. You know, I'm happy that he's able to like um, make money in that way because 
you know, when it comes to capitalism, all we're really doing is selling our bodies anyway. And, you know, we yeah. make it, you know, we make sex yeah, work out to be such home, a bad thing. We go to work. <laughs> yeah. And he's, and he's selling his money. And see, the difference of it is, is when you're, when you're working in capitalism, uh, you're selling your body, but you're selling it at less than market value because you're, you're, your employer is, you know, marking up that value and making the, you know, making the profit yeah, well, off of it. They got to take their cut. Exactly. So when you when you so when you look at these people that are doing things like only fan and only feet or only whatever, or only shoulders, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know, they're they're getting like prime rate for their for their body. So yeah, they they know what they're doing. Maybe I'm just jealous. I think that's really yeah, that's what, what it is. is. Yeah, because I, I mean, tell. I can hear it in your voice. Like I have I have nothing <laughs> I have nothing to con- contribute to. Like OnlyFans, like I, I yeah. just, I just have. You don't want to try and sell your bathwater? God, tell me. <laughs> I, what gets me? You know, we make fun of her and we laugh at her, but at the end of the day, she's what? I think she's nineteen now, maybe twenty. Uh, she's twenty three now, I think. Okay, she, she right. plays up the persona as she's still just barely eighteen, but she's been eighteen for a minute. <laughs> But still, I mean, by the time she was, you know, 19, 20 years old, she she had amassed more money in one year than I've than I've made probably in the last 10. Yeah. Uh it's uh Bell Bell da- Daphine Bell, Daphne Bella Bella Bell I don't know if you say Bella or Bell. Bell I think Daphne, it's Delphine. Delphine. Yeah, Bell Del- Delphine. The girl that sold her bathwater. And she's doing yeah, that girl. <laughs> yeah. She yeah, she's one of the I don't think she invented it, but she definitely popularized it. That whole uh, uh, that whole uh, crawl or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, that, yeah, I, I don't know. It's not. Yeah. Once the again, stick their tongue out, but yeah, she for a long time didn't even do any nude stuff. No, I remember a couple no, that's years ago when she first. Thing. Yeah, when she first finally started doing that, it broke the internet until like two months later, and people were like, "Yeah, she's mid." <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's honestly. I was thinking about that when we were during our our conversation that we were having earlier in the chat. Um, I think what gets me with her, I think her biggest mistake, yeah, what was deciding to do nudes. No, she, yeah, yeah she, 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 like you said, selling your body, she was the top paid for non-nude, like, yeah, just teasing, being the ultimate fucking tease of the internet. She had that perfected, and then when she went nude, it kind of ruined. It didn't ruin her brain. It ruined what she had going. Like, yeah. Well, I she's think now she's now just like all the rest of them. Yeah, which that I, I think she bad really when did. I, say that. <laughs> uh, I think she really did ruin um ruin her brand. Yeah, I, she I really did. She had a whole yeah. thing going of you know, yeah, playing no, to playing to that type, the people that are into that that go to the only feet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that um, who's the one that was being stalked? I don't know. That's all of them, folk. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But you know, she. I mean, like I said, more power to her. I mean, she's she's making money, and I guess what really gets me is in the in the world of the internet today, where you can get everything for free off the internet. You know, if you want to yeah. watch a movie, you don't have to pay for it. You can just you can pirate it. I mean, yeah. you know, you can you can debate the ethics of it, but at the end of the day, all of this stuff is out there for free, especially when it comes to porn. Like, there's. There's website after website after website with thousands of hours. Um, yeah, of free videos a, a fr- and pictures. Free videos. And you can type exactly what you want. You don't have to wait for her to upload it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but th- and then you know, and then people turn around and be like, "Oh, I'm going to pay for that." 
you yeah. know, I'm going to pay the 15, That's, like 15, $16 a month. And I'm like, tell me, tell me if I'm wrong here. That was one of my things I was always against. I'm not, okay. I'm not against. I just thought it was a waste of money going to strip clubs. Strip clubs I, are a novelty. I, I mean, I only got invited like once or twice, but both times I was like, nah, why would I go spend all that money to just look? I mean, okay, it's a little more realistic. It's right there in front of you, but you still can't do anything. I could go yeah. home and watch. I could find the exact girl that I want for free. Why yeah. do I have to pick out of the, the ones that are available? <laughs> yeah. No, that's 100%. It's, it's literally the same thing. And I mean, I get it, but... Yeah, just... at, least, at least I can pretend the ones on the internet are actually enjoying what they're doing. Whereas the ones at the strip club, I know 100%. Yeah. When they when they act interested, I know they're not. <laughs> no, they're being paid to. I mean, it's yeah. just like it's just like hookers. You don't pay them for the sex. You pay them to leave. Yeah. But I guess what really gets me is just just the sheer the sheer like numbers, the amount of money that they make off of things like OnlyFans. And, you know, their logic is okay. Well, if I can get a hundred people to pay ten dollars a month yeah, per month yeah. per month, you know, per month. You know, I so don't now, know what the cut is of OnlyFans, but even even if they took 30, 40 percent, that's still an insane amount. No, okay. Uh, let's Google it. You know what we Google do here. <laughs> let's see. Cut paid out to OnlyFans. I don't know. I, more power to them, though, because honestly, OnlyFans, you get. Wow. It's, it's better for them than doing it traditional, because uh, that's always been a thing. I mean, porn's always been around for well before our generation, since video cameras existed. Since oh yeah, even before that. I mean, you know, you 20% had twenty percent cut. That only yeah, I was gonna say twenty percent. That's 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 less that's than subs- Twitch. No, I guess that's true. You're on the wrong platform. We're streaming on the wrong place. We you know, streaming I, on OnlyFans. I thought about it. <laughs> I, I had really, I had really thought about um, seeing if what because OBS now has the the stream keys for everything now, and you can yeah. stream onto you can stream onto OnlyFans from OBS, and. I know there's cooking shows on there. there yeah. There's every there's wrestlers and and football like this, uh, athletes. Everyone and everything's on there now. Yeah. Do you uh, remember for like uh, two months where they were like, "All right, we're not doing nude anymore. We're doing other stuff." And like, yeah, that was the same thing that happened with Tumblr. And Tumblr just fell off the face of the earth. And like, ah, just kidding. Yeah. But no, I, I thought about like doing a separate separate stream on OnlyFans, but. I was like, eh, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, maybe if we did something different on, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe shoulder, a separate, your, your shoulder hair. Yeah. Maybe I could, <laughs> um, well, see a TikTok I would like to do, um, uh, TikTok's but, but, weird. They keep fucking right they, when you're about to hit their peg of when you can stream, they move it. Yeah. It, and it's a, th- last I heard it's a thousand. You have to have it up. Oh my god! And it, yeah, um, a thousand or well, see, I was looking at uh, while I was doing our um, our backups of our episodes onto YouTube. Which, if you haven't followed me on YouTube, uh, Acoustic TV uh, on YouTube Mm -hmm. is where I post all of our backup videos and and whatnot. If you miss some of our stuff that Twitch no longer has, but um, it requires a thousand a thousand viewers for YouTube. Still says a thousand, but um. But I looked at them, and but yeah, I re- I've been really wanting to do TikTok because I think that is a. I've not seen much in the way of like podcasts being streamed on TikTok. 
Yeah. So I don't or know maybe if that's there's a reason, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's because nobody's doing it or it's not lucrative or you watch some girl put together her dresser for three days on TikTok. That's true. So. I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ended up unfollowing her. I was really oh. depressed with her content after the uh, after the dresser oh, because she never it was came back to it and you got mm, disappointed. Well, yeah. She she um she did like one follow up video talking about the the dresser and then uh every once in a while you would she would do a live stream of in in her bedroom like folding clothes and doing like a ask me anything type thing and you could see the dresser sitting in the background that still got like the gap where it wasn't completely put together and it was oh, leaning a little bit up on it yeah she just gave <laughs> up on it so i mean i mean it kind of made me chuckle to see it but um <laughs> you know after after the whole series on the on the dresser it she went back to doing I don't know, she, she's like every other TikTok, you know, girl where you see where she's wearing like a bathrobe and doing her makeup. Yeah. I'm like, you know, like, I don't, you know, why do I need to, once again, why do I need to like, you know, get the, get half the show on TikTok when I can just watch porn? It's so much easier. Um, yeah, exactly. So I just ended up unfollowing her because I just kind of felt awkward. You know, seeing her live streams pop about up. the dresser all the time. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'll still, you know, I'd still ask about the dresser, but you know that that ship has kind of sailed. But um, <laughs> exactly the dresser saga. But um, uh, she, but now is then I realize she's like twenty, twenty one years old. I'm oh, like, she's oh, too old for you. I got it. Yeah, like, just call me Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, but no, it's just like I, I don't have anything to relate with you. I don't care about your makeup tutorials it just yeah it it doesn't it doesn't do it for me yeah. so everyone everyone talks about leonardo dicaprio at least he goes for girls that are actually of age 23 24 like it, i told I'm, you about that joke that jim jeffries made like a week after paul walker died right no or you may have fuck i don't know. remember alcohol <laughs> yeah jim jeffries <laughs> who uh He's the Australian comedian. You've probably seen him. He's pretty famous, uh, but a lot of people just don't recognize the name. But when you see his face, you recognize him. But yeah, literally like a week after the Paul Walker thing, uh, he was on a podcast talking about it. And he was like, I always found it so wild that nobody said anything about Paul Walker's uh, uh, girlfriend. I think he was on Joe Rogan's podcast when he said this. And yeah. Joe was like, what do you, what do you mean? And he was like, well, you know, his his girlfriend was like 17, right? Really? She was like, really? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I was, I used to make this joke all the time. Of, you know, he'd come off the set of Fast and the Furious and he'd go home to his girlfriend and, hey, hon, how you doing? You have a good day at school? You finish your homework? <laughs> yeah, well, we just finished another Fast and the Furious movie, but, you know, you can't watch it because it's rated R, so... <laughs> All right, so I've never had O'Doul's non-alcoholic beer before. O'Doul's um, rule. No, O'Doul's, isn't that O'Doul's? I don't know. It's not. It's a maybe. I didn't know I it was. Think, uh, I didn't know it was owned by Anheuser Busch. That's the thing. I think uh, non-alcoholics are for recovering. Well, yeah, it is. Yes, yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's, what, that's what nailed it. Find. It's a little on the nose, isn't it? Yeah. Um You know, I would. I would do a um, uh, a IKEA furniture put together. And throwing out the instructions, I totally do it. Yeah, we should do that. We could throw that on the pigs pod. Website. Did uh, Did you ever see the uh, TikTok stream of um, 
AOC doing the IKEA furniture when she first made it to Washington? No, I saw I saw AOC playing a few video games one time. But she she did a when when she first moved into the apartment wherever she was living in DC when she first got elected, um, she went out and bought. I mean, I, I think it was actual like legitimate IKEA furniture, yeah. and. It was like, it was everything. It was a couple of bookshelves. It was like two end tables, a coffee table. It was like, she was completely furnishing her apartment. And uh, she did like a three hour stream on TikTok of her doing all of the, you know, putting it together and whatnot. And so she was struggling while doing it. Meanwhile, <laughs> she, she's, she drank like two bottles of wine while she was oh, doing this. Yeah. And you just watch her just slowly devolve into, she just fucked up. And she was trying to put this stuff together, and you know she was going on these like classic, you know, left wing rants about you know how <laughs> shitty the the oh, Republicans are. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, this is great. Like, I mean, I had never. Uh, one of the reasons why I love her so much is I relate so much to her. Just she just doesn't give a shit, yeah. and and I I absolutely adore her for that. And uh, as a matter of yeah. fact, uh, I follow I follow one of her official. To a TikTok account, she's got three or four of them, and uh, she was. Can't remember how to log in or what? <laughs> well, no, she's got like she's got one that she does just political stuff on. She's got one that she's like, you know, here's my life and you know oh. stuff like that. Um, but she's she was. Barely, I can barely run one account. How the fuck oh, yeah, does she I, do that and all the other shit she she's doing? I think that is a good possibility that she um she probably has a staff do it, but oh, maybe. Uh, she posted a video to like her personal uh, TikTok yesterday. I think it was. Uh, yeah. She's she's in South Korea for some for something. Don't know what it is, but she's like she's walking through downtown Seoul. I guess I don't know where she's at. And I didn't know this, but you know that like League of Legends has like a huge building oh, headquarters. Yeah, I saw that TikTok. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so I made it. So I just made a post on and I commented on the video. It's like, do you really got? Do you think it's a wise idea to have someone that plays League of Legends running our government? Like, you need those types of people, you know, just <laughs> just in jest, you know. And yeah. I've probably, I probably got like a couple hundred comments on the on the uh, on the post, like, oh, you know, she's not allowed to have a hobby, you know. We you know we have worse, <laughs> and I'm just like, guys, you, know, Did if, you say, oh, I'm not allowed to make a joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 some of the comment went something like, "Yeah, you know, um, considering considering what the, the people that play League of Legends, you think it's wise to uh, to have someone like that running our government?" Yeah. And which is funny. Yeah, which is funny. <laughs> and then it plays uh, on the stereotype of the fucking. Yeah. So, like, the very first comment <laughs> on it was like, "You know, and you know, in government right now, we've got." sex offenders and pedophiles and rapists and drunks. And the next comment was, so you're just describing every League of Legends player. And I'm like, that's the joke. Like, that's literally the <laughs> joke, you know? But I yeah. guess, I, I guess TikTok comment section is, you know, not known for its sarcasm, I guess. No, they're known for, they're one of the worst. They used to be YouTube. All, all the YouTube commenters moved to TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> They take things serious that they shouldn't, and then they can't oh. take a joke when they, like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I've, I've tried to, I've tried to do more posting on TikTok, and I've just completely, like, lost my mojo in, in doing videos on TikTok. I haven't posted a video in probably six months. And Yeah, I do one, like, every 
three or four months. Yeah. Well, I was following yours, like when you were doing the um, uh, with a unit. What is what is it called? The is it like a unicycle? I don't want to call it a unicycle because that's uh, kind of. I feel like that's derogatory. Well, but, everyone calls it a EUC because it's an electric unicycle. Okay. But they just call it an EUC. Okay, that that sounds better. It's not a one wheel though, even though that's what ninety nine percent of people call it. Don't call it that, go because the EUC crowd will get really mad at you because they'll go, "It's not a fucking one wheel." Because there's yeah, kind see? of a beef between the one wheel riders and the EUC riders. Because one wheel is like the one that got that took off and got really popular and blew up, and everyone knows it's the skateboard with the big ass wheel in the middle of it. Right. Those are the one wheels, but EUCs, even if you get a real shitty one. They still go faster and are way more useful than a one wheel. Well, it looks like I've really enjoyed those videos because I had never, I'd never seen anybody do that before. And I think where you live just must be prime, perfect place to to, to get out and do those things. Because where where I live, I don't even in the neighborhood where I live, it's it wouldn't be, it be wouldn't hard. it would be kind of hard because I well it's it's very hilly where I live, and then um, it's uh, I'm a four lane highway is like oh, yeah. right at the bottom of where I live. So it's like, I really can't take it anywhere. So I'd have to like, I mean, I could take it across town to like one of the parks or something, but yeah, uh, I've taken mine to, uh, now we live clear across the country from each other. Phil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, I've taken mine to Lowe's one time, uh, but not this one. It was actually my smaller, slower one. And I took it to Lowe's and like, it's the first and only time I ever wrote it to a store. And, like, as I'm leaving, there's, like, an old guy just, like, staring at me, looking me up and down. And he, like, stops. And <laughs> I can't remember if he was wearing a MAGA hat, but I swear to God he was. But it, that doesn't matter. That that's, tells you what kind of person he was. Yeah. But he's like, I'm sorry, but I got to watch you take off on that thing. Is it okay if I watch you? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know yeah, what? Sure. You know what? He's he's asking permission. He's he's wanting yeah, he was instead. Nice. So you know, we'll we'll give him that. You know, all, yeah, all it was just funny. He was like looking me up and down, looking at the wheel, looking at me, and then he just like stopped outside of Lowe's and just I gotta watch you. And I... Lowe's Lowe's is like the wild wild west of department stores. Like anything goes in a Lowe's. You ever notice that? Like I've oh, seen yeah. people, you know, people on you know the Healy Healy wheel. Shoes oh, yeah, going and, up and down, and yeah, yeah. They, they bring their dogs in. Like I've yeah, seen people walk in and just cut the security tags off of the wall and walk <laughs> out. Like yeah, <laughs> it is. you know. And I think my favorite is the the Lowe's here in town where I live. Um, I don't think their security thing works properly. I, th I think anything sets it off. Oh, and so when you when you walk through it, it is we're sorry, you have activated our yada yada yada. Oh, so they just and, let everyone go through. Yeah, so like so of course <laughs> you know you you stop and you look at the person like, hey, do you need to like check my receipt? And then it's like ah, just go on ahead. Well, just by you stopping, they go yeah, you probably didn't steal. Yeah, anyone that stole, unless you're a veteran and you're used to it, <laughs> you've got the <laughs> you've got that ice in your veins. <laughs> Unless you got the ice in your veins when the thing goes off, you know, and you stop and look, they're like, yeah, he didn't steal. He's fine. Like, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even stop anymore. Like I, I'm just, may, maybe I've reached that like, you know, old man yells at cloud age. Oh, yeah. But like when it goes off, I just keep walking. It was like, it's not my fault. You know, yeah. I, 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 I see what you're saying. Phil, Phil said he almost clotheslined a kid that was riding on his skate shoes. Dude, the problem with the skate shoes, I got them when I was in high school, like when they first came out forever fucking ago, and I could never figure out how to properly ride them, and I kind of got, like, disinterested in it. it. It was a lot of, like, the same kids that are vaping, like, 
they took something that could be cool and they made it super douchey and stupid. They were always doing it at the absolute worst fucking times, doing it through like parts of stores that they should definitely not be doing it. And like it, it, it was fucking, it was just awful. Like so, yeah. Heelys used to be cool, but now they're now they're not. I never had Heelys. I don't know. I don't remember if it just wasn't a thing in my school. Well, they or... were expensive as fuck too. They were like a hundred. Maybe bucks. that's what it was. Because um, because I don't I don't remember it. I think you know I think Heather talked about she had a pair when she was in school. Were they actually um, Hillies or were they? Because they had the Hillies where the they had one in your heel, but the only way to, you had to like lift your shoe up and push on a button, take the wheel out. But then there was another company. I think it might have been Skechers that came out with like rollerblade ones that like they lived inside of the shoe, so you like kicked your shoe in a certain way and two sets of wheels popped out. So like it was like a roller skate and then you could push them back up in the shoe. And like <laughs> the hill was hard as fuck because you had to balance in a certain way because you're riding on one wheel on each foot. I, like I said, that was, I, I, I never got into Heelys. Um, but like I said, I went to a really Southern school. So oh, well, that could be it too. You know, you can't you can't effectively drive your tractor while wearing Heelys. Is well, that that was one part of another reason I never like it was hard to get used to riding the wheels too. But when you had the wheel in, because they were so inconvenient to take the wheel out and like put it in your pocket or something, so I just left the wheel in and walk, would walk on them. It was like walking in heels because <laughs> the back of your heel is like you know higher up, so you felt like you were walking around in heels and like it was just super awkward and weird and so I I eventually took the wheel out and just wore them so they were just really expensive skate shoes I you know I never I never was able to get into I really really wanted to be in the the skater like kid group I always thought that was you know it always looked like so much fun and I think if I, think I all they did was got high, I don't think they even skated. It's, it's fine. I mean, it would have been a huge improvement. You know, we, we were doing that in the band, so that's fine. Oh. But <laughs> um, maybe that's what it was in in my schools. Maybe they were banned. Uh, I, I don't. Well, maybe, I, I, I don't uh, remember. But yeah. but anyway, um, I always wanted to be like I loved. I had a pair of um, a pair of the Van skater shoes, and oh, they yeah. were it, it was like one of the most comfortable pairs of tennis shoes I've ever had. Like, like not even, I didn't, I didn't know how to skateboard, still don't know how to skateboard, but they were just really, really comfortable shoes. And I, uh, I think every school pretty much banned those stupid shoes. Maybe that's what yeah. happened. Maybe they were banned and I just, you know, missed the memo cause I didn't have them to begin maybe. with. Speaking of I shoes though, I had to go get my son's shoes today. Fucking $70. Mm-hmm. And they probably won't even last. And it's not just because kids are shitty, because I was a shitty kid too. That's what kids do. You play and you scuff and you kick the fucking sidewalk and you wear them in the mud and all that shit. Just, not just shoes, but literally everything is made so cheaply nowadays that nothing lasts anymore. Nope. That's the way it is now. We've we've reached, like we said, late stage capitalism where we're going to yeah. do things as cheaply as possible for the for the maximum amount of profit possible. And we'll cut every single corner possible to do it. Yeah, it, you, if you keep, I keep feeling like it's got to hit ahead, ahead eventually, and they go back to making good shit. But like, <laughs> I think, I th- honestly, I think that's coming. Um, Maybe know, after the recession. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. After all the old people finally die off. Um, no, I think that 
with well, everyone the... jokes about the Nokia being great, but the Nokia was just it was one of the original phones, so it was made during the time where they were still just trying to perfect making them. Yeah. After they perfected making them, then Apple came out and was like, "All right, well, how can we make these for cheaper, and how can we make them?" die on purpose so that we can purposely get you know them to buy the next one because that's how you make money you keep them buying and buying and buying i I think that's one thing that really shocks me about apple users when it comes to their phones yeah is that apple hasn't they've not been secretive about the fact that they you know they add bloatware to the phones to slow them down over time so you yeah. need to buy the latest and greatest. Like, they, they, they don't even deny it anymore. No, haven't they been sued and paid fines like yeah. four times? And Apple users like, it's the best, though. And it's like, it's not, but okay. Yeah, you know, and like, the, the the iPhone users are so are more concerned about the blue bubble versus green bubble when I'm just sitting here going, why would you, why would you want to pay, you know, $1,500 for a phone that you're only going to get, what, maybe two years out of? Like that's obscene. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm still sitting here with my busted ass, uh, Samsung S10. I think is what it is. This, the fucking screen's cracked, and you know, it's not that I can't afford another phone. It's like, yeah, it works great. I don't have well, any issues also, with it. Like, I've had it for four years. The people that the yeah iPhones aren't cheap. They're they're just dumb. They automatically buy the next one. Because I I have the One Plus. Like we talked about that before. And I really like uh, some of the things OnePlus has done, so I want to stay with OnePlus. But I have the 7. The 8, the 9, and even the 10 are literally not even worth upgrading. They're so close to each other, I'm barely getting anything more. Mm-hmm. Why would I spend five, $600 to barely get a better phone? Right. Like, it's yeah. a waste of fucking money. you got to wait, like... It's weird. Phones are in this weird spot where they barely get upgraded at all. But computers are in this spot where literally every six months, everything you have is fucking obsolete. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a, maybe that's a, well, I guess really, honestly, it's a, it's a completely different clientele and a completely different market because. Well, they have different chip manufacturers and everything. It's a whole completely different thing. PC people are, you know, they're so. They're into, smart enough to not buy Apple. <laughs> well, that too, but but they're but they're also like really in tune with like what is good and what isn't, and they're not going to buy shit. They're going to buy what they know is good. So it you know it actually it's one of the few places where you could argue that capitalism actually works because there's there's a legitimate market, there's a legitimate competition for different products. But then you yeah. turn around and you look at you know the iPhone versus the we'll say Android, the Samsung because that's the big one. The, um, the issue there is it's a status symbol, you know, yeah. the, and, and that's it. And and the the biggest issue that I had with with um, iPhones was was the fact that you had to buy all of the uh, peripherals. You had to yeah everything you know, a power brick, a fucking cord. Yeah. A... <laughs> and and I was just I was shocked. And and one of the twins a year or two ago bought one of the latest and greatest iPhones. And they had this big paper that came in the box that was talking about how you you could only use you know Apple brand power bricks because it would you know anything else would ruin them. Yeah. And and I'm just sitting here going, dude, I've plugged my phone into my computer to charge it. Um, at, <laughs> everything. At, the, yeah. The little at, cigarette ones. Yeah. Little... <laughs> well, at my uh, at my office, we've got one of the um, the square uh, credit card readers. 
and it has the USB-C plug-in that's the same as my phone. And yeah, I'll just plug that in and it charges my phone faster than anything else that I have. Um, and I'm just sitting here like, why would you want to waste all your money on these things? And you got to buy the, the, uh, the, uh, the iPods are separate and you only get one and, and like all this extra stuff. I was just like, why, why would you, why would you do that? It took for them to stop doing the stupid ass lightning cable. Yeah. They finally USB-C took for fucking ever. And and that wasn't even that wasn't even their doing. I think that was a European thing, because the uh, yeah they were forced to do it. Yeah, the European Union was like yeah, the European Union was like we're we're going to you know make things not only more efficient for the end user, but yeah. we're also going to you know do something good for the environment. Where every single phone came with its brand new different uh um a brand new different charging cord. So every cord was different. Every block was different. Yeah. And, so they uh, made like a standardized European thing. And I, I guess Apple looked at the numbers and said, well, it's better for us to just do all USB-C instead of yeah. just USB-C for the Euro- European market and try yeah. to do lightning cable for everywhere else. Like, well, and, and I agree, Rebel. I thought it was really stupid because, you know, when she came home and she got the brick out and like, oh yeah, I could only use this. And I'm like, let me see it. You know, so it's, I looked at the settings on it and it was like, I don't know, it was 5 volt, 1200 milliamps or something like that. And I'm like, that's literally what I have no, over you here. you can't use that one. Yeah, no, well, you can't use that one. It's the same <laughs> fucking thing. You can't tell me that it's not, you know. And then, of course, they are, um, of course, she was like, oh, well, we can't. We got to use just this right one. Like, it's your money. You waste it. Not my problem. No. See, my OnePlus was the exact opposite. They get, They gave me a, f- a fast charger with it which pushes like way more amperage than most chargers. And on mm-hmm. the box it said, don't use this charger on anything else other than your phone <laughs> because it pushes a lot of amperage and they're like, we don't want you to break your other shit, but go ahead and use it on your phone. <laughs> go ahead and charge up that, that uh, galaxy note seven time bomb. It'll be fine. Yeah. yeah Cause but, it, it, it'll, I think it takes my phone from like zero to a hundred percent, like 40 minutes. Yeah. Well that's, that's, that's real similar to the way that, a square charger is for my phone that I have at the shop. I, I'm pretty sure it's zero to zero to a hundred and it, no yeah. more than an hour tops. Um, and that, and, it, and that's turned on. I don't know what it would be if I just left it turned off and let it charge mm. up that way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, it's I weird. It's, it's weird it's how dumb. capitalism has like the PC market's weird too. Cause you say, uh, that's kind of where capitalism works. There's there's almost two aspects of the PC market too. There's the ones that just buy pre-built, yeah, that's whatever it is. The the people they're like, I just ease of ac- uh, ease of access. I'll just get this one because yeah, I'm spending five, eight hundred, a thousand dollars more, but I just I just buy it. All the stuff's put together, all the stuff works. I don't need to know anything, and it's perfect. And then a lot of those people. Uh, just because of ease of use, will buy Apple computers and stuff. Which I can get it. You don't want to look up what peripheral goes with what and, you know, what motherboard has to go with what CPU and this and all that. Yeah. And then there's the whole other PC market where they go, no, I'm going to buy a Corsair case and an uh, AMD processor and an Asus board and then I'm going to get some... uh, some gigabyte RAM and then I'm like, and they buy from 13 different fucking companies. <laughs> and, and, and what gets me is they end up saving a crap ton of money doing it that way. And yeah. And I don't, I don't understand computer hardware. Um, I learned that with my, 
Um, my foray into trying to upgrade the PC that I have, I've just given up and decided the next time that I, and whenever I'm going to upgrade, I'm just going to buy something out of the box. Cause I don't game anyway on the PC. So it really doesn't matter to me. Um, yeah. you only need it for certain things. If you're not, if you're not editing videos or using like AutoCAD programs or yeah. playing games, if you're not doing one of those three, like highly intensive things or or 3d art too i would say but that kind of falls into video editing but if you're not doing any of those crazy things if you just get on and, and you know play sims or basic real basic stuff and then just check your email and look, do your twitch and everything there's no reason you don't need a fucking <laughs> yeah you don't need a crazy one yeah that's that's basically what i've learned with with doing this and i just like whatever i don't care um you know, our music editing is another one that can be processor intensive. Yeah, um, it can be depending on how many freaking audio layers you throw at it. Uh, funny I mean, I, the, I get the Apple mark. I get yeah, I agree. The people that buy Apple, I get it. It's just easy. You buy it. It works. Every app works perfectly, and that that's because Apple has created an environment where they only allow specific people to even make apps, and then they vet every single app. And they have the one, you know, they have like three or four devices that are current, and that's all all those apps have to work on. And every peripheral they make works perfectly on those. Whereas the Android marketplace, you got, you know, you got 30 different manufacturers. You got Samsung and OnePlus and Xiaomi and uh, like HTC. And you got, and then you got T-Mobile and uh, Verizon and AT&T, which are also paying for exclusive phones to be made just for them, which is slightly different than the normal version of the phone. And like, and then not only that, you got every one of those phones has eight different versions. I like, so yeah, Android's a fucking nightmare, especially for developers. You gotta, you gotta make an app that'll work on three hundred different phones. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's got to be a nightmare. It's like the wild west when it comes to like if you venture out beyond the the Play Store, it's it's, um. Yeah, and then you got to support five different versions of the Android operating system because if somebody bought one three years ago, they're going to be on Android 11. If somebody just bought one, they're on Android 13. And it, so yeah, I I get the iPhones, and yeah, it's way easier. You don't have to think about anything. You just get it, and it just works. But you're way overpaying, and as as long as you're happy with that and you have the money, I guess go for it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really once you boil everything down to what you want out of your phone, it really is just a Ford versus Chevy type situation, you know, Android versus Mac because everybody can, everybody can argue. Um, everybody can argue, Oh, well, you know, Android does this and it's better. Or Mac or Apple does that and it's better. And, and, and you're right. I do see kind of both sides of the coin, but yeah. it's just the cost. Like that's, yeah, that's, that, that's what that's just does me I in. I don't it's just get the it. Cost. It's mostly because of the cost. And because every time I pick one up and try to do anything, nothing's fucking user friendly, and it's a nightmare trying to figure out where the fuck it's, is the setting to do the thing. <laughs> it's incredibly user friendly if it's you've if you've only ever used an Apple product. Yeah, which it's again, totally, if you, you know, know how to use one Apple product, you know how to use them all because all those settings right. are in the exact same spot. And again, on Android, it's a fucking nightmare because on Samsung, it'll be in one spot. On OnePlus, it'll be in a different spot. On fucking HTC, it's in a different. So yeah. I remember when I I went from a Galaxy 
I think it was a Galaxy 4 or Galaxy 5 and went to LG's version of like the Galaxy 6. And it was the first time that I had strayed away from Samsung pretty much since smartphones were a thing. And I was just completely shocked at how Oh, it's the same uh oh, it's the same operating system. It's it's still all Android, but it's not. No. <laughs> it's completely different. Yeah. Um I liked my LG. I liked it a lot. And then, you know, I ended up upgrading. I think I went to the Samsung 8 and then I went from an 8 to a 10. And I've been there when I tried switching. We like we we bought those OneNote um oh, the yeah. the bottom end, the bottom end ones that I bitched about and was just completely and totally unhappy with with it. Yeah. Well, and, see that's one problem on the Android side too that there are some budget-friendly phones that literally should not have ever been made. It's such a fucking piece of garbage that it's yeah. literally non-functional. Unless you're I, only using it to make phone calls and that's it. Because yeah. some of those can barely watch fucking YouTube. Like, <laughs> I was I was so I was so let down over the the video quality was terrible. Um, just like the camera quality and picture quality was just yeah. it was it, it was horrible and the video quality wasn't that good it it didn't it wouldn't even run in 720 even at full screen it would only run in like 480 <laughs> yeah and it, it was just like all these little things and i'm just like i don't like and and i think i had it for about a week and i'm like no no yeah, i just I threw went, it at the wall well, no, I just well, we we bought them. We bought them for uh, our work because we had we had the we had the, the company pay for them, so we bought them outright, yeah. and we had them we had them long enough that it wasn't like we couldn't just return them anymore. We were stuck with them, and I ended up just putting mine back in a box. And I told Dad, I was like, I'm going to just buy a, a used Samsung and and have it unlocked and, and use that because. I, I would rather have something that's five phones behind the latest and greatest than have that one note. It was just, you know, being five phones behind with the Samsung 10 or be 25 phones behind in that, whatever that one yeah. note was, even but though it was still, supposed to be the latest and greatest. You're still at that same price point now. Yeah. If you buy, if you buy a phone that's three or four years old for like two or 300 bucks, it's going to be a way better phone than the $300 one you go get, you know, yeah. now. And that's probably now they, priced, now they priced all the good phones are near like a thousand fucking dollars. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> crazy. Um, no, I'm going to, I'm going to change and pick, I'm going to go probably get the S twenties. Cause I think they're up to the 23 or something now. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's they just announced one, something like that. Yeah. So it's like, okay, then the 20 was where I wanted to go, but I didn't want to do it back then because it had just come out and it was like $800. Yeah, the S twenty three Ultra is twelve hundred dollars. Fuck that! <laughs> it's just obscene. I, I just I don't. You don't need a phone that good because again, if you buy the three year old one for a third of that price, it's still basically just as good. Well, and like I don't understand. Like, what are you, what are you getting? Like, well, what? Like are you... I said, nothing has really changed in phones. Yeah. They're so slow. Now, I mean, like, one of the one of the things that I'll give I'll give Apple credit for is some of their media abilities like with the the way they uh, the the way you can do some of the the video stuff and integrating it with streaming and and social media and whatnot apple is better at that 
Yeah. But when well, it, that's but mostly when, software, and it comes but, back yeah. to the same point because uh, Android, Google is behind Android now. Google can't afford to upgrade that software. So almost every phone now is running on the same camera software that we had like eight years ago. Yeah. So all the cameras are getting better, but we're running on the same fucking software that, you know, it can take a picture, but it can't do all the fancy things iPhone can do. Because, again, they have to make it work on three phones. So yeah. they can upgrade the shit out of that software and make it, you know, do night photography and fucking all kinds of crazy shit and look amazing. Now, granted, I've, I mean, I can make my phone, and it was a, it was a battle that I had with one of the twins when they got their latest and greatest phone two years ago. I was like, I'll go like stat for stat with my four year old S10 and show you that the S10 is better when it comes to it, it takes a better picture. Yeah. Uh, it takes a better video. Um, editing it is not as easy as it is on the iPhone, but um, just the quality of what you're getting, it's a better, it's a better photo. It's a better video. And they just didn't believe me. I'm like, I'll show you like, let's you take a picture. I'll take a picture. And then we'll put them on the same computer because, you know, of course the, the Android is going to show up better on, on the Android phone and an, and an iPhone photo is going to show up better on the iPhone. So you got to have, you know, you got to get apples to apples. And it was a noticeable difference in quality between what the, you know, the high, the high end settings for the iPhone versus the high end settings for the Samsung that was like three generations behind her phone. Yeah. Um, but I do like some of the stuff that they're coming out with. Um, I really like, I don't know if, I'm sure Samsung has their version of it. But uh, Apple Apple has their um, their video mode where it has like the lens stability, oh, and yeah. and it was just like man, that's so cool. And there's so much stuff that I would like to do with it. But then I got out of the habit of doing TikTok. So what's the point of even me having a really nice you know video? Yeah. I think Samsung has a version of it, but Samsung has enough money they can develop their own version of Android software. Right. So a lot of the other companies don't. Uh, but that comes back to the same people that build their computers. You can make your Android so much better than an iPhone. It's not even funny, but you have to go through the trouble of flashing a custom ROM and, you know, unlocking your bootloader and all, you know, all that fancy razzmatazz. You got to go through, jump through hoops. And again, I get, I get the, the appeal of the Apple, but don't just blanket say that it's better. Yeah, maybe out of the box if I'm willing to pay three times the price, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, the iPhone has that, um, it's not, it's not an, al, it's not an altimeter, what's it called? Um, like a grav, gravometer where it can tell if it's being violently shaken and, and whatnot that it, it can, it can register an accident. I mean, there's some really cool features that a lot of these phones have that are really, really underrated. But I just, I can't justify 12, 14, 1500 dollars. No, I just it's not worth it's it's not worth four times the price. It's a little better, but it's not four times better. Yeah. Um, I remember there was a video uh, probably eight or ten years ago of one of the whatever that year's iPhone release was. And they were standing in there was a big line outside of the Apple store in like downtown New York City. Yeah. And it was this huge long line of people waiting to get in to get their phones. And the guy in front goes in, picks up his phone, and there's like CNN is out there doing like a, a news thing. Like, oh, here's, you know, here's the guy getting the very first iPhone. Blah. And, and they go, oh, can we see it? And he's like, yeah. And he goes and he lifts the box up. 
and you know how it's it, it's almost like a kind of like a vacuum sealed when the, the box is on there. Yeah. So he lifts the <laughs> vacuum and as soon as that seal breaks, he jerks it up and like the phone goes flying and lands face down. Like he hadn't even taken it out of the out of the box yet. He just walked out of the um you know, I yeah. just walked out of the iPhone iPhone store and has already dropped it and it's just like shattered it. Yeah, you you know, luckily he didn't well, he didn't shatter it. Um and he was lucky because oh, I, I I'm I'm shocked at how easily shatterable uh iPhone screens are. And yeah, like <laughs> um I'm creative. Um but and that, that's what I love about, you know, my phone. I mean, I've beat the hell out of my Samsung and it shows that I've beat the hell out of it, but I, I, I've probably would have abused. I've abused it more than I would have been able to abuse any other, any other phone, especially yeah. especially iPhones, because I mean I'm, I'm so hard on mine and with my job, um, and I, I get I think iPhones are now waterproof. That there for a while iPhones weren't waterproof or yeah. water resistant well, or whatever. Did that too, they were waterproof, and then they it went away and they weren't, and now they are again. I think yeah. And and that and that makes a big that's a big difference for me because my job involves working around water on a consistent basis. So spl- getting water splashed on my phone is almost an everyday occurrence. So you know it just these things that just kind of make sense for me to own you know certain things for certain reasons. But I just I can't do it, Oreo. I just can't. No. You know, it's it's like it's like listening to Podtacular. I just I yeah, just exactly. can't do it. If you want to be stupid and lazy. Get an apple. <laughs> <laughs> um, are we going to talk about that? Are we going to Are we going to do any of the of the um the audio clips that were created for for Pig's Pod? Oh, I don't gonna... know. I, don't, I still haven't figured out a good way to play them through. Um, what to figure that out? I'm throwing them in the audio. So yeah, if you uh, are watching the live stream, you're missing out on some of the goodies that are in the audio only podcast. Uh, but so far we still have more audio listeners than we do have tuning into our live stream. So, <laughs> yeah. And what really gets me is I don't understand how Twitch works with their viewer count because I can go into the viewer count right now and look and the number of viewers, the number of people that are actually viewing the, the, the stream right now is completely different than what the viewer count says it is. Yeah. I don't know how that works. Like I like right now that I think it says that we've got four viewers and then I can go to the users in chat and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Now, granted, I know I know at least half of them are probably bots and crawlers, but um yeah, probably. But it's funny that you ask about the where is the audio podcast. It happens to be on our newly revamped and released pigspod.com. Or you can also follow it on Spotify, iTunes. Yeah, pretty much anywhere you can get Zoom or Zoom audio podcasts, uh, podcast addicts, Spotify, all those. Uh, if you're not sure how to find those, though, yeah, you can just go to pigspod.com, which uh, we've got a beta version of the website up right now. I'm working on a much better version of the website, which isn't up yet, but will be soon. Yeah, which will have uh, the new and uh, Q stick is going to have a little Q sticks corner. Or some, I don't know what you're gonna call it, but I, I think I just settled for Q Sticks Corner, yeah, um, something like that. But yeah, it's the first time I've ever ever actually made an attempt at a blog. I wrote yeah. my first blog post uh, while I was waiting on the downstairs to warm up with uh, getting the fire going down here, which is kind of fun. 
Um, I haven't looked at it yet, so. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, I, it's not out. Um, well, I guess if you go to, uh, let's see, I, I think it's what is it? QSticksCorner.blogspot is that what it is? Uh, oh, something like that. It'll look. be on the website soon, though. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be on <laughs> the website I release, once I release the revamped version of the website. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know how often I'm going to do it or, you know, and post or anything along those lines. Yeah, whatever. It could be once a month or once a week yeah. or whatever. We're My goal is once a, a week. Uh, we're going to add a little community spot, too, where we can just have community chat and whatnot. Uh, but there will also be links to our, I think I'm going to put links to our Discord in there. We can build up a little Discord community as well. Uh, for when we're going to have events or, you know, those movie nights, or maybe we're going to have a, you know, game night or whatever. Maybe in, maybe in two years when, uh, Harry Potter Legacy or Hogwarts Legacy 2 releases with multiplayer. Oh my God. Ugh. <laughs> uh, so, um. Yeah. Anything and everything Pegs Pod will be there. Uh. Did um, how much? You said I talked to you. Was it yesterday or day before? And you said you haven't played that much. Um, yeah, I played for since I played last weekend, and I haven't played all week. I did play for like an hour today on Hogwarts Legacy. Where where are you in the story? While in say, tell me without being super spoilery. Uh, I just got to where you learn. The transform spell from Professor Weasley. Okay, okay. So, so is that is that the outside? And I, you go I, with you go with the one guy that can't actually speak gobbledygook. Also, why is it called gobbledygook? It's parcel tongue, but I'll give you that. Yeah, but <laughs> you go with the guy that can't actually really speak that, but he can read it and you yeah. know, help that other goblin. Yeah. <laughs> so what's funny is. You and I are, I'm just a couple of missions ahead of you. Um, but I probably have twice the number of hours in it than you do. <laughs> like we have, um, we've spent this week, our, our weekend goal was uh, doing all the Merlin trials uh, where you got oh. to. I'm, gotta, I'm s- confused by those. Do you, do you just hit X on the pad and that's it? You hit X on the pad and then there's a puzzle. Um oh. About I've been hitting X on the pad and then looking around and I'm like nothing. There's so, nothing here. Nothing changed. Depending depending on which one you unlock or which one you're doing, there's one that you have to like walk across these Stonehenge looking stones that are nearby and it triggers the puzzle. There's another one that's you got to go and collect the fireflies and using Lumos bring them back and put them in some lit boxes. There, there's, there, there, it's just another set of puzzles, but there's a fuck ton of them. Um, yeah, I've come across like at least like twenty that I've stood on the pad and hit the button and go, yeah, nothing happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm I've, pretty. I've been sh- doing nothing but like story. I haven't really been doing side mm. missions or finding un- hidden stuff or unlocks or. Well, Heather and I have decided that we're going to do a hundred percent run on this one. We're yeah. going to do because Gryffindor has the most amount of side quests and. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go ahead and do all the side quests, and we're going to do all the collectibles, uh, find all the chests, find all the papers, find all the floating books, um, 
and do and do everything. Uh, we completed, or she did all of the astronomy tables earlier in the week, and yeah. we've. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's it's at least fifty of the uh, Merlin trials. There's at least fifty of them because the the first the first challenge was to do five, and then the second challenge was to do ten. And the third challenge was to do another 10. And the fourth challenge was 20. And now she's on the final challenge. She's only got like seven more to do. And that was to that was another 20 that she had to do. So it was at least 50 or 60 of these things that are on the map. Dang. So she's working on those. a ton of stuff to do. but It's, it's insane. Um, we, got, we started doing the... Um, uh, where you could do the beast collecting. That's been a oh. lot of fun. See, I haven't um, done that yet either. I've, I've literally only done things if I have to, to level mm-hmm. up so I can compl- keep doing the main mission. Because every now and then you hit a spot where it's like, you, you can't do the main quest because you have to level up one or two levels. And then I'm like, all right, I'll do a couple of fucking side quests. <laughs> That's, uh, I think where you're at, you need to be like level 18 or 19 to do the quest that you're doing. Um, and like I said, we're only like, just did, you had to be level 21 and I okay, just barely so hit it. Like, um, well, like I said, we're only just a couple of, couple of quests ahead of you. And I think we're at level 31 because that's all we've done is the side stuff. And I got um, excited. I thought, cause I went to go see Sebastian. I'm like, Oh, I'm finally going to learn another dark curse. No, no, okay. you, uh, have you learned the first, uh, the first curse yet? Yeah. Just the, uh, the one that makes you feel pain. Just yeah, that um, one. yeah, Crucio. Um, you don't learn. Well, you learn um, Imperio not long afterwards. I haven't. I haven't gotten there yet. I think I have the quest open to do it, but I just haven't. We oh. haven't done it yet. Um, but I know to do to get um, the Avada Kedavra, the Killing Curse. You have to wait until it's level. It's a level twenty eight or a level twenty nine. Uh, no, 38. It's a 38 or 39. Um, uh, it's right towards the end. There's only like oh, a couple okay. of... Yeah, you don't, you don't get it until... Then. Yeah, you don't get it until almost the very end of the game. Oh, um, well. I've, 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 I've figured out how to enjoy Crucio. So earlier I was playing, tell me if this is cool or just Slytherin, you know, <laughs> things. <laughs> I was fighting you, you... like... I was fighting goblins, so I like lifted them up like Accio, he's in mm-hmm. the air, and then I freeze him, and then I hit him with Crucio, and then he, he had like a third of health left. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to wait till Crucio comes back up. <laughs> so I kept making him float and freezing him. It's like, just hold up, bud, hold up. I got to wait for Crucio to come back around because it's on cooldown. Yeah. <laughs> so I just had him in the air just frozen because you have multiple uh, freeze spells. Mm-hmm. So I kept freezing him, waited till it come back around, hit him with Crucio again. And then I had Ancient Magic saved up, and then I hit him with the fucking slam him on the ground. So, I <laughs> so um, I've pretty much, um, I finally, I finally broke, I broke Heather, and she's letting me do the, the curses on the Gryffindor account because we've learned that there is no, there is no alternate ending for no, no matter what, which direction you go with your, with your wizard. It's you're always going to get the same ending, so it's just one ending. So oh. yeah, which I was a little let down with that, but yeah, I thought more, there was two, a good and a bad. 
There isn't. Yeah, it's no. just it. Yeah, there, there's no, there's no moral meter or anything in it. Oh. But uh, which I was a little let so down just with that. Do whatever. Yeah. That's just do whatever. So that's that's what I told her. It's like, well, we can just do whatever now. And um, what if you really want to get the most out of Crucio, there is um, there's two. Um, there's two or three talents in the dark spells talent tree that um, lets you, and I know uh, Expelliarmus and one of the other, I think it's Stupefy will cause yeah, the, yeah, they cause, will, uh, they cause the curse. Cursed. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then once they're where you can curse multiple people and then there's another talent uh, tree that lets you, uh, you can perform the unforgivable curses on anyone that's cursed. So you can you can let you know you can levitate freeze levitate freeze levitate freeze and then hit them with crucio and, and you know expelliarmus and these so now everybody's cursed and then you hit everybody with the unfor- uh, use the unforgivable and it hits everybody with crucio yeah. and it's it's absolutely which also will curse them and then once you unlock avada kedavra there's another upgrade for it that lets you anyone that's cursed will um. Yeah, be hit we'll, with it. We'll hit with it as well. So yeah. it's like, but then again, you, you look at it and go, "Oh, that sounds horrible." You know, you, you should never be doing the unforgivable curses because they're unforgivable. They're the you know they're so immoral. Mm-hmm. And then we look at dark ma- or the ancient magic and what that shit does. That's way worse. Yeah, like you, you way worse. Oh wait, wait, where <laughs> you slam them to the ground and turn them into a chicken? It's fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah, but the lightning, fucking Pikachu lightning bolt him. Oh man, it's just it's brutal. <laughs> I mean, the 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 ancient magic is way more brutal than like I would rather be hit with a Vada Kedavra and be the instant one hit kill than get lifted into the air and slammed to the ground fifteen times before you die. Yeah. Like I'd much I wish rather you could interact rather with the that. AI a little more NPCs. Yeah, uh, like hit them with magic. Yeah, <laughs> I I wish yeah I wish there was a little bit more variety in that. Um, you can't interact with any of the students or teachers with any of the magic. Yeah, you can't um, do any. You can't even do the forbidden ones in the school at all. They just don't oh, even work. Oh, really? Yeah. If you try, like anywhere on the school grounds, it just goes, Psh, and like your wand doesn't work. Really? I didn't. Even, yeah, I hadn't even tried that yet. Yeah. If you're on the school grounds, it, you can't even do. It. You can do all the other ones, and it just doesn't do anything to them. Right. Like it'll just fly by them. But yeah, the forbidden ones you can't even do on school grounds. Huh. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta put some wood in the fire. Oh, all right. So, uh, vamp for me for a minute. Yeah, Avada Kedavra. Yeah, Avada Kedavra is the uh, the really bad one. You considered randomly jumping into the podcast? Uh, we're gonna have to ban Real Mystery here. We haven't even played the intro music. <laughs> I don't know why we have an intro music. We hardly ever use it for intros. What's you been up to, Mystery? We haven't really figured out when we're going to uh, do our community movie night. we got to figure out when we're going to do that. Uh, Yeah, we do. Uh, we might Let's do see. that after the 100th episode. we got we got to deal with that first. Um, we need to... Um, we need to figure out when we want to do that. We do need it now? To... You want to watch the community movie right now? Just keep the podcast going? <laughs> yeah, we could. <laughs> Um, yeah, we need to figure out what we need to figure out what we're going to do or when we're going to do that. Um, we need to, uh, just wrapped up the tournament episode for the proximity, proximity chat. chat. Proximity Congratulations, chat mystery podcast, right? 
uh, Lost Burgers. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's his. Congratulations! Did he win? Yeah, who won? Or does it anybody we know that that won it? Oh, you said congrats, like real mystery one. I was. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just congratulating him for having finished it. Uh, the Unforgivables that just has to get a cutscene for character yeah. being sent to you Azkaban. You can only go to Azkaban <laughs> if you're a freaking Hufflepuff. Which is Stupid. so weird. It's so weird that that's the one that gets it. Oh, the finals is this week. Okay. Oh. Um. But well, we need, like I said, we need to figure out when we're going to do our community movie, and then yeah, we need that. We need to have mystery on again sometime. We need to do uh, another mystery episode, and then I guess we can talk about our hundredth episode. I mean, because we're yeah. coming up on it. It's three away. Yeah, let's yeah, you know, because I, I wanted to update you on on some things too on that. Oh, so okay, so um, we, uh, as you guys know, watching the live stream and listening to the audio podcast, we don't plan podcasts. We just get never. on here and figure out what the fuck's going on. So for the first time in a hundred episodes, <laughs> we're planning a podcast. Uh, so what we're doing, we're getting a. I don't know if I want to announce specifically who. Because I don't know who is for sure or not. I can give you my confirmed. Um, I don't know about your confirmed. Eh, I'm pretty sure the three I have are definitely coming on. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. It's Pig's Pod. We'll just say. So yeah. we're we're planning guests. And the way it's going to work, because we just can't... We're not going to do it live. Uh, we haven't decided if we're going to do a live stream for the 100th. And maybe just for the live stream, we will listen to like chunks and commentate on it and maybe then release that as the audio 101 episode. I don't know. We haven't figured well, that part out yet. No, and there's something else that I wanted to bring up that I don't think you had thought about and I didn't realize it until I was going back trying to find old episodes. Yeah. Um, our, one our 100th episode isn't technically going to be our 100th episode. Uh, because if you remember correctly, we started on episode four. We oh, called yeah. it the, I think the, we the talked Phantom about Podcast. That, so technically our, our 104th episode is our 100th episode. But Mystery had an idea, and I kind of like it. I think like we've it. had episodes, too, that we just didn't number. And we've also had episodes that we've just straight up lost. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah it, it probably evens out. We're It's close enough. Yeah, I know, I know <laughs> episodes one through 11 are gone. I've not been able to find any trace of episodes 1 to 11 on the internet. Yeah, um, I can't believe you found even 12. I have I I have 12 through 28, I think. Oh yeah. But I think 12, 13 and 14, I need to go go back and listen to them. I think 12, 13 and 14 is just my side of the audio. Because remember we were doing that we were doing audio syncing back then, so it's yeah. literally just a, a you know an entire two hours of one side of the conversation. So I think I might try to find some of that. But you know, mystery had an idea, and it might not be a bad idea, um, because officially, you know, our one hundredth won't technically be until one hundred four. Even though you're right, it probably does all even out. We could break, uh, we could break up these interviews over the course of those four four episodes. Yeah, well, I was thinking we might do that depending on how long they go. Well, um, um, I so know. What do we have? Six six guests that are yeah. quote unquote confirmed so far. Yes, and I yeah, mean, we can maybe do more than that, but I, I think I, 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 I don't would. Know. We'll start with them and see. We can yeah. always add more. I don't really want to go beyond beyond six because then it becomes like e even if we keep even if we keep our our interviews to twenty minutes. 
yeah. that's still well. I don't want still two hours of content. I don't want to put a limit on any of them. I was thinking yeah, let's just either. kind of let them go because some yeah. of these guests. We'll, we'll tell you who they are in a second. Some of these guests, it might be a 10 or 15 minute thing. I have no idea how long Tyler will want to go. I just know he's super passionate and it could go off for 45 minutes. The other John that I know that's not you is, uh, and I've known him for maybe 15 years now, one of my favorite guys ever. Uh, he's a talker. You know how Kevin Smith is a talker? Mm-hmm. You can go on and on forever about nothing. He's a yeah. talker. There's no way when we do his interview that it will be less than an hour. There's no possible way. Because to even get around to the topics we want to cover, <laughs> we're going to have to wade through. <laughs> that's what concerns me about one of my interviews. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we might end up splitting them. And I don't know how we'll split them if we do per interview. And we go 100A, 100B, or 100 part one, or... Or we can yeah we could either do 100 part one, or we can just do it as 100 101 102, and just yeah. and just title it you know the 100th episode celebration episode 101 or whatever. Um. But yeah, do you want to do you want to do your guests first or do you want to do when we do mine? Uh, I guess we can do my my guests. Uh, I almost talked about them earlier because somebody I think it was Philk. One of you mentioned Philip DeFranco. It's not Philip DeFranco. Sorry. I got you excited for a minute. That'd have been fun. Uh, but my buddy used to work for Philip DeFranco. He was the, I think, first or second editor that Philip DeFranco had on his original YouTube channel. And that was my buddy. Uh, Phil mentioned it. That's what I thought. Yeah, my buddy worked for Philip DeFranco. And since then, um, you know, they're content creators. They have over like a million views on TikTok. Um, which is crazy because on Twitch, uh, they found it much harder to get, you know, uh, a showing. They have maybe 15, 20 viewers regularly on Twitch, which is insane when you look at their TikTok. Like, uh, I think you sh I showed you some of their TikTok stuff. It's crazy that the TikTok, the amount of numbers on there does not translate to Twitch, like, at all. <laughs> no. No, it really doesn't. Uh, but, yeah, they, him and... Uh, his wife have done work for Activision on Call of Duty stuff. They've done work for FaZe. Um, they're really, really cool people. I don't think his wife will be on. I could have her on, but uh, my buddy will be on. So, uh, yeah, Philip DeFranco is really cool. Uh, if you guys think of – we'll give you the guess now. If you think of any questions that you want to answer, maybe we'll use them. You maybe could go to our um, pigspod.com, contact us, and submit your, your thoughts yeah, and questions. Yeah, go to pigspod.com, click on contact and yeah. send us your idea for a question. But yeah, so we'll have that guy on. Uh, you know, we could ask him questions about Phil. <laughs> Maybe yeah. he can give, give us some juicy stuff. Uh, then the buddy that I just mentioned, uh, who is a talker, um, he he's worked uh, with Optic Gaming. He's worked with Liquid Gaming. He's worked with a ton of different gaming organizations doing graphic design and sometimes video stuff, but mostly graphic design. But... Uh, so we can ask him all the juicy details about Optic and Hex and, you know, Flame Sword and all those cool guys because he's literally worked alongside them. So that should be a fun one, especially because I've known him for a freaking long time, like 15 years. Way back in the original Podtacular days, him and I were like the f like one of the main group that we were like, all right, cool, we're, we're going heavy Halo. We're way into Halo. And like ever since then, we've been friends. And uh, 
Then my third guess that all three of these, I'm pretty sure confirmed what it sounds like. Uh, my third guess is his name is Tyler, but you all know him as Spartan. Uh, he is the Halo Pro player who is currently on Sentinels. My favorite. Uh, with uh, Lethal. So I might ask him some questions about Lethal because Lethal has been... Uh, Tyler, don't take this the wrong way. Lethal's been a long time since I can remember my favorite Halo player of all time. But <laughs> uh, Tyler has been up there too in my, like my top five. He crazy super passionate uh they got seventh this weekend at the halo event jesus and he was telling me well he wasn't telling me sorry he was tweeting you know after the event he went on a long rant about how it was just unacceptable some of the shit that has happened at this event and the way they were treated and like some of the shit that was going on and the game was you know dropping frames like crazy on certain stations and like nobody there cared and like just didn't give a shit and it was just a really bad environment for you know being a pro scene um a halo, a halo tournament working out to be like shit lately yeah shocking so, absolutely might, shocking w- we might ask him about the uh the infamous controller disconnect any of you who follow esports or especially halo there was a few years ago it was in halo 5 a game like a, a game in like the finals where right at the end it was like 49 49 and spartan's controller disconnected and they let the game play out and it did not go in their favor <laughs> mm. yeah so yeah i i always bring it up to him when i talk to him i've talked to him a couple times on twitter and i mentioned it too in my my dm i when i tried to get him on the show uh, he seems excited so i'm pretty sure he's coming on cool uh, so he will be a cool uh, that's one as well. That's really exciting. You know, yeah. you're, you're bringing in, you're bringing in these, you know, very well known, you know, this will, maybe we could get them to plug, <laughs> plug our show. <laughs> it was just <laughs> like, just, just come, just come like the, just come to follow the Twitch. You don't even have to show up. Just follow it. It's all I ask. Um, <laughs> but so, um, when I was sitting kind of thinking about who I wanted to have on the show, I got really, really nostalgic and was kind of thinking about, my run in podcasting and doing this stuff. And um, I'm pretty sure I'm sitting around the 10 year mark for doing podcasting. So I was like, man, who, you know, what all have I done in the last 10 years? Who, who's kind of helped me along the way. So I decided I was going to reach out to three, uh, three individuals that were key into either getting me into the community or, encouraging me to stay in the community. Um, so uh, my first guest that he's, I think he's still in the chat. I don't know if he still is or not. Um, we're going to have, we're going to do real mystery. We're going to spend some time with him discussing and nostalgia. Real mystery. What's his name? Yeah. You know, it's that real, real mystery. mystery. Yeah. Haven't heard of him. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll give although, him a shot. Sure. Yeah. We'll give him a shot. <laughs> so I'm really excited to sit down and, and, and kind of have a talk with him and, and, um, just kind of look at everything that we've done together, you know, in podcasting, not just, not just here, but he and I've done some, he and I've done, uh, done our own show together. And we've talked about doing another show together for like the last five, six, seven years. And we just never done it. But, uh, so we're going to have, we're going to do real mysteries. One of my guests. Um, I think we've talked about with him at least five or six times over yeah. the last eight years of doing, all right, we're going to do it. Oh, never mind. Yeah. We're going to do destiny. No, never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the, the destiny podcast, that was a, uh, oh, that was rough. 
it was fun, but it was rough. Um, and then I was looking at, uh, I know he's not here to listen to this. He might listen, he might download the episode to hear me talk about it then. Um, but I really wanted to uh, reach out and, and talk to uh, Robowski because it was, it was his show that I was on for the very first time. I was at the uh, post game carnage report. That was yeah. my very, that was my very first podcast with real mystery. Um, that was my first experience doing podcasting. And one of the things I loved about that episode was we spent probably six months preparing for that episode. And it was me and mystery and Rabowski and Zansulu. And he and I can, mystery and I cannot remember who the, we had, there was another person that was with us. And we spent six months preparing for this episode that was like a one-hour segment, which we ended up just talking about nostalgic video games. So it really didn't, <laughs> we didn't really accomplish anything. But um, yeah, we just, we didn't accomplish anything. It was, it was, it was so, so much prep time where nothing was accomplished. It was great. Um, so I wanted to talk to Robowski and, you know, we need to, you know, acknowledge the, the, the redheaded ginger in the room from time to time. Yeah. And, uh, and Even if his Halo belt is bullshit, but go it ahead. absolutely is bullshit. <laughs> and I'll be the first. You know, I've said it for years, and it, it was an absolute. You know, it was just. Well, it's the same thing that you dealt with with with, with uh, that Spartan dealt with. You know, the controller disconnecting. You know, it yeah. was. Uh, uh, what was it? Um, Limits Blacks. That was his name. Limits Black was having you know connection issues, and he was having frame rate drops, and you know, and then Rabowski just magically wins. Yeah, yeah. We, we we know. And there's no video evidence to back it. Yeah, yeah, there's no video evidence of it. I wasn't <laughs> a part of it. I wasn't a part of the Drunken Halo community at the time. I came in real late. I came in right as that tournament was wrapping up. Um, And then when leading into Drunken Halo, that's going to be my third guest. Um, I was really hoping to get both the Bryce brothers uh, on for an interview, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, so I need to block off about six hours of my time. So Justin and I can talk, <laughs> um, because that's usually the way it goes. And I don't know yeah. what I'm going to do with that interview because I know it's going to run long. Yeah. And I guess that means I'm going to have to figure out how to do some audio editing to make it work. Cause that, that's my long one. You know, you had yours. I can talk forever. Um, yeah. X limits blacks. That that's who it was. Yeah. Um, we still haven't decided how we're going to do the interviews, uh, how we're going to edit them in. Are we going to do one-on-ones? Are we going to have both of us? Or are we going to... I don't know. Why don't we just separate it? All we're laying out is these are the guests. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> why, why don't we just separate it? Because you know those guys way more than I do. Yeah. And I would just be sitting there listening and have nothing of any value to contribute because... I don't know how to be a sweaty try. I mean, I know how to be a sweaty tryhard, but I'm not a successful sweaty tryhard. So I, I have nothing to bring to the table in the, in that content. But, um, so yeah, that that's kind of what we're thinking about. Um, one of the other things that I would really, really like for, um, for people to do if they get the opportunity is to go to pigspod.com and go to our contact us section and maybe throw up uh, a, message about how you found pig's pod or uh you know why you've stuck around and listened to us not talk yeah. about anything for a hundred episodes so yeah i really want to get the community involved in this because um i've never done anything like this before and i'm really really excited to to hit this milestone yeah no so. I, 
everything the way everything's lining up though it does definitely seem like it'll be a multiple span there's no way we're going to fit all this stuff that all of a sudden we're planning something and now uh now it's really not going to fit in one episode. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's the that's the problem is there's no way because that was yeah. my first thought. I was like, okay, we normally do this for about two hours, and if we just limit our conversations to twenty minutes, if we were to do that, yeah, that's two hours of content just right there with without us even having a conversation about the two hours of content. Yeah, see, and I don't know if I can do that, especially when I get talking to Spartan, because uh, he is a long time like one of my favorites. And we're, I know we're going to talk about reach. We're going to talk about this and that. And like, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to talk about the beef that he has had with other pros. Uh, you know, <laughs> he, he has long been regarded to, if you follow the pro scene at all, Spartan is one of the most passionate, one of the noisiest pros, but has long been regarded him and Ninja as two of the most hated pros among all the other pros. Like, he has a really hard time meshing and like getting along with other pros. Uh, like, so he's, he's been, you know, in the crosshairs for a lot of beef in the Halo pro community, which Q knows nothing about, like he just said, but, uh, I, I, I used to watch it, it on I, ESPN. I think it'll be some fun interviews. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm actually really, really excited for that. Um, I don't know too. wonder, cause like we could also have like then a third section of the, uh, our, our our 100th episode uh celebration uh like a third section where we go and listen to our favorite parts or some chunks or something and then maybe talk about it maybe uh, pick the, some parts out i don't know you see that that's that's kind of what i think we should do i think we should compile all six interviews and yeah. release the audio version for like on the you know release it as the audio and then maybe not even list it as a an episode just as a, a bonus filler and then yeah, maybe we could even just release it just on pigspot.com and you have to go there to get it. Yeah, yeah. People and, in the know would know, and then maybe make our actual 100th episode is us listening to parts of the interviews and discussing it. That's I that's what I was thinking about doing. Was that's why I was hoping I can keep my interviews to no more than 30 minutes. Yeah. And good luck and, with Justin. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and um. I and wonder, then, were you there when he told us the, the, oh, I'm just going to have to come right out and say it because I don't know a way to sugarcoat it. Were you there when he was talking about the anal in the shower? Anal in the shower? So you weren't. Okay. So Obviously you I wasn't ask. there. <laughs> I want to make a stories I've ever heard. <laughs> I want to make a note of that, but I don't want to leave a piece of paper laying around that just says this anal says in the anal shower. shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might need to ask him about that because it's one of the funniest stories I've ever heard. And like, oh, that's that's great. Uh, when he told me though, he was super drunk, so you might need to get him drunk. I would. The be, nice thing we have hard. going for us is Craig. We can just use Discord for the most part, and then just use Craig to record, and then so it'd be nice get all the audio, you know. Um. Yeah. Well, the only Robowski being the old boomer that he is. Uh, he wants to do our interview over Facebook Messenger. No, so, Discord. Yeah, so he's but no, that's that that's like that's like getting that's like getting a World War II veteran to you know to make a TikTok. It's just not going to happen. How do um, I work this? You're yeah, right. He's like yeah. 58 now. So uh, fortunately, um, uh, fortunately, I have well, OBS. I can I can record everything through OBS, which is what I intend on doing, and 
I can keep all that audio and make it work. But um, yeah, he, I was like, yeah, but uh, you know, we, he's like, well, how do you want to record it? And I'm like, well, we normally do our episodes on discord. Um, that would be, you know, the most, that would be the, the easiest thing for me to do. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to have to download anything else. I'm like, <laughs> it's literally an app. You can just get on your phone if you want. <laughs> I, like, I told him, I was like, man, um, you, you know, you, you, I know you probably just have a flip phone. Like when, remember the, the jitterbug, the real big ones. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I know that's what he has. He's probably got the Sam, the, the T-Mobile sidekick or whatever the fuck it was. The one that slides up. <laughs> and it, but it has the built-in mp3 player so he's he's really yeah. excited about that um yeah he but just so, got his first bluetooth headset he's been using <laughs> wired this whole time have you seen these are wireless look at these <laughs> um but so yeah i'll i'll have to i'll have to do the interview through facebook messenger so i'll have to i'll have to record messenger which i can do it's no problem yeah but um well. I think it's just going to be funny. Like, I know that I can, um, uh, I know that, you know, I can go, Hey, mystery, get in the channel. Like you already have access to the recording studio channel. Just get in. Um, <laughs> you know, and I'm sure I can do the same thing with Justin, but yeah. I, I know I'm going to have to like, you know, old man, hold his hand through all of the setting stuff up because he won't know how to run messenger without it. What it'll end up doing is what I'll just have to, you know, just call him and record it. I know that's what's going to happen. Cause he's not going to be able to, he's not going to be able to figure it out. Yeah. I forgot my password. How do you, yeah. Oh, he doesn't have his messenger updated. It doesn't work on his old flip phone. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally, yeah, I get it. Um, but no, I'm really, I'm really excited. And maybe, maybe we should break it up over a couple of episodes to make sure. Um, yeah. All, right. all we know is we're recording separate interviews and yeah. how, what, we haven't decided how those are going to turn into episodes or how many episodes or if we'll do commentary over it or not. I <laughs> I think what we should do is just go ahead and block out episodes 100 to 104 and yeah. just, just they say if, if we, if we need those four episodes, that's what we'll use it for. Yeah. Um, I definitely think we should try to do a commentary episode. The nice thing is I, I with agree. Greg, I agree. We could record a three, four hour thing listening to all of them and we could just uh, time mark you know, moments where you, where you get to moments or something. I don't know. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Maybe we could do something like that. I don't know. Uh, we'll like figure I said, it this out. Is, but... This is the most planning we've ever done for an episode. Yeah. See, um, we don't know how to plan. We No, not at all. <laughs> it's like yeah, we, we... I, had, I had so many other, like, cool guests uh, that I wanted to get on. Uh, I still talk to, uh, through Facebook, uh, the original creators of Podtacular. <laughs> I talked to both of them and they're both super fucking cool guys. One of them has the same birthday as me. So I talk to him every year on our birthday and say happy birthday. But, <laughs> uh, I kind of wanted to get them on. I didn't know if they would be willing to do like a reunion, like a podtacular reunion, uh, good old Fumo Jive and JBB, uh, or if I could do one of each or, uh, I had some other cool friends that I wanted to talk to that are in the movie industry and I don't know. Maybe we'll save those for like 150 or episode 200 or something. So I think we already have too much going on for <laughs> episode 100. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just saying uh, we, we, we are probably are going to have to have some filler episodes because, you know, we, you know, I don't think anybody ever noticed it, but we did skip episode 69. Uh, remember okay. that? Yeah, oh, we went from, yeah. 
it went we from recorded episode... it, so is is my fault, not really Craig's. Craig doesn't it have did. a lot of space on his hard drive, and so <laughs> after seven days, after you've recorded, he deletes the episode file. Really? Yeah. So we recorded it, and I had just got busy during that week and never downloaded it, and he deleted the episode file before I ever had it. So episode sixty nine is gone. <laughs> probably for and, the best and cannot be recovered so <laughs> probably for the best yeah uh but it, i do I, I will say my only my only regret is that we don't have any episode one content i really ah, really wish i know we i did. wish um i tried looking and i found episode one of the the podtacular spinoff when before death storm took over when i they first shut it down and i told fumo i was like i'll do i'll do podtacular give it to me and so i have that very first episode of the Podtacular remix with me and Fumo Jai. It was just the two of us. Because uh, G. Lewis was supposed to do it, and he was just a flake. I could never get him to do a podcast. That's why I ended up stopping doing it. Uh, can you set up Craig to audio auto output to Google Drive? Uh, I don't know. I'm back. I'm backing up all the video to to, to YouTube now, so... Which yeah, well, now I've learned. So pretty much, uh, right after we finish the episode, I download the episode. Because if I don't download it, Craig will delete it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this all started when he quit smoking. That's when yeah. shit went to hell with him. Yeah, um, he's flipping us off right now. I can see it, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that Craig has been with us for a long time. When when did Craig join us? Do you remember? Oh man, I don't know. It's been oh. at least since episode 50? Yeah, 40? definitely before 69 because that was his fault. But <laughs> it's somewhere just around there, 40 or 50. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to put together a timeline too cuz like episodes like 1 to 18 were over like th- 3, you know, like Probably 5 three. or 6 months and then we yeah. missed like a year and then we did like another chunk and then we missed like a year. <laughs> Um, yeah, I went back and I scrolled all the way back to the bottom of facebook.com slash pixpod. And it was really, really funny, you know, seeing the huge gaps in, uh, in time and then be like, Oh, oh I know we're getting close to a new, uh, you know, to another episode because, you know, I'm scrolling through the 25 memes that we created for the return of pigspod. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to try to do better. We're trying to do better. I think, I think we've been. I think we've been better. I think so. I don't know. Uh, I oh. I think we've been more consistent the last. I don't know. We've we've been doing this almost a year now again, right? More than a year. Mm, I can't remember. I can't remember. It don't matter. Uh, yeah. Well, that's another thing we got to get situated. We got to get the merch stuff going. Yeah, we got we're figuring um, we got a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're actually having to do shit. Um. But yeah, so we're 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 putting stuff together for the listeners to make everybody happy and and to kind of have some fun with it and do something that we've never done before. Yeah, I I got enough to figure out already. I'm trying to I'm in the middle of moving careers. I got to figure out when to interview these people. Um, I'm trying to figure out when to interview Tyler because I know he had a really rough weekend. Uh, yeah, I'll probably talk to him on the episode about it. But they had another thing. Uh. So when they got there, like nothing was set up for them to practice. Like you need to warm up. 
even if you're a pro and you've been ha- playing Halo for the last fucking 15 years, you still need to warm up when you get there. Right. Well, they, they didn't have any warm-up stations. And then they found some, but there was no headsets, so they couldn't have sound. And then they asked one of the like refs or staff or whatever the fuck, and they were like, well, we play on the main stage here in a minute. Can we just practice on those? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. So they went up there, and they had got like all their accounts signed in and their hard drives set up and everything. And then they were like, they went to like start a thing to warm up and they got kicked off a stage because Optic, who still hasn't received their rings from when they won, you know, the last big tournament, they were finally receiving them on Friday. So they came up and then kicked them off the stage that they had just told them, even though it's not even in the shot, in the, the stream of the whole ceremony, they had this whole ring ceremony. They fucking kicked them off the stage. I don't know. It's, it was. It sounds like it was a nightmare. Who's, who's in charge of these tournaments now? Uh, I thought it was Esports Engine, which is weird because uh, let me look. I'll, maybe I'll ask him. I thought Esports Engine, which was uh, founded recently, like a year and a half ago or something, by the guys that used to run MLG. They started a new org, Esports Engine, and I'm pretty sure they're running Halo now. It's not ESL. Hmm. ESL lost their contract and 343 is like never again. But like it doesn't sound like it got better. I, I haven't heard good stories, not just at this event, but the one before too. Like, well, I feel like, like it's not been good. Maybe I'm in the, you know, I've all, well, I, I know I'm, I'm not in the, in the know. I don't follow it really at all. I mean, my, the news that I get out of that community and out of that area really just comes from you. But, I remember there was a time where you you know this stuff this stuff hit um it was on ESPN it was on yeah, Spike it was on TV ESPN and, and two yeah I mean it was it was uh, you know I don't want to say you know then it was legitimate but back then that was that was amazing and I, it was even on well I think G four is now defunct I think they finally yeah they went off the restarted air. oh that's another guy I kind of wanted to interview I know <laughs> never mind <laughs> but um. Back then, I mean, it was it, everything seemed so much more legit. And yeah. then after after that, that living kind of after they got popularity off ESPN, died. when they were doing like during Halo Reach days, they had multiple streams, right? They had the mainstream, then they had the B stream, then they had a red and a blue stream for like for like open pool play for like amateur teams that nobody yeah. knows who the fuck any of those kids are, and they were still streaming all the matches. This one, they literally weren't even streaming like pro matches. They were only streaming like one match. And it's like they're you're missing all this content just because they didn't set up extra streams and stuff. Like it's kind of insane. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying is like it just doesn't seem like they there just isn't a draw for it. I mean, now granted, we we've we've been very candid with our thoughts on Halo and where Halo was headed and and whatnot there and there's other there's other gaming there's other games that are out there that people are playing that are way more popular um yeah i see i see i still see a ton of stuff for apex yeah like it's it's crazy how much how much more i see of apex than i do of halo yeah well i helped uh i helped junior ace our buddy i helped him on a stream i was one of their camera operators uh I helped them do a PUBG mobile tournament. That's crazy. A, a while back. And that shit was way more organized than I've seen Halo be in years. 
and that was for a PUBG Mobile tournament for for a Mexic the Mexican division of a PUBG Mobile tournament. Jesus Christ, <laughs> was way better put together. And That's granted, so... you know, they had better management or more. I don't think they had as much money, but I I don't get it because Microsoft it, this is their baby, right? I don't. How are they not putting the most money they possibly can into? Because how do you build more hype? Have good tournaments. Do you know why Rocket League is still so fucking relevant? They have constant, insane, you, you know, production turned up to 11 all the fucking time. Every other weekend, there's a Rocket League tournament, and their production is always insane. They have a college tournament. Then they have an Army versus Marine tournament. Then they have a fucking, you know, online tournament. Then they, like, it, it blows me away that Microsoft won't spend money on their fucking main IP, like... That's, yeah, that's their flagship. Yeah. And uh, that's what kills me with them is this was so much ingrained into their business model that it wasn't just the game. It was, you know, they, they named, uh, they named their search engine. You know, it was like they, they, they moved everything into, you know, they integrated it into the world of, of Microsoft and they just didn't do anything with it. Like, yeah. fuck it. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. I just don't understand why they did that. It I, was just I don't I don't know. I don't it get was it. it was like, you know, we're finally Microsoft had the ability to pull gaming way into the front limelight and make make our make our world, you know, front and center of everything that they're doing. And gaming is it's gaming is becoming so much more commonplace in in society and they've just they've just fucking shit the bed on what they were doing with that. I know yeah. fucking Cortana and I know that it wasn't great, but I, well, mean, I think they are, I think they already <laughs> dumped and got rid of Cortana cuz Oh yeah, it yeah, that's gone. Well the the Spartan uh the 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 Spartan internet browser, I think that's gone. Um yeah. but it was just like I don't understand why you went to all the trouble to integrate and bring all these cool features and and be like, "Oh, we're you know, we're, we've got Cortana instead of saying, Hey Siri, Hey Cortana and, and all of that. And you know, they, they paid Jen Taylor to, to do all the voice modding and all that shit for that. You know, they, they, they put in effort. Yeah. And then they're just like, nah. just the wrong effort. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, it was so weird. Dude, um, every couple of weeks I see them do something and I go, are they trying to kill Halo on purpose? Like I swear. <laughs> I think they are. Um, yeah, I I I really think they are. I think that they are wanting to either take Halo in a completely different direction or they want to do a completely different game altogether. Yeah, I, maybe. I but know. it's God, it sucks. It's and here we are to see. <laughs> here here we are. We almost made it another episode without talking about fucking Halo. Well, well, our we're talking about our origins, and our origins are in there. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, I just, I want, I want. At least we were smart enough and had the foresight uh, when we started this podcast. We were like, we obviously can't just do Halo. That's stupid, right? right? We can't be like Podtacular and drunken Halo, and you can't just do Halo. Little did we know that three, three, four, three, and Microsoft would drive Halo into the fucking ground. We didn't know that. We were just like. That's so limiting. We can't do just one game. <laughs> I saw I saw a thing. It it popped up on, uh, it popped up on my Facebook feed today. I think it was today that it was Poptacular's 
like 856th episode that they just put out. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> and I, I just remember looking at it going, how do you have 800 episodes? About one game. About one game, and the game is... 852 they just released. Yeah, that's uh, it, yeah. It was, today. It was, yeah. It's just, I can't... I, I just can't wrap my mind around it. I can't wrap my mind around being able to create content on one franchise, especially when there's, when there's nothing going on within the franchise, you know, there was that dead time, you know, after, you know, when master chief collection was just an utter shit show. And then the, the mass exodus that happened during halo five. And then you had this huge time period between five and infinite and infinite. Now it feels like the, you know, what newness was there is completely gone away. Like the honeymoon is over with the Halo Infinite. Yeah. When it hasn't gotten any better. You, so you it's realize, like, how do you... you saw her the morning you saw Halo the morning after the honeymoon and with no makeup and you're like, wait a minute. Ooh, yeah, bad. Yeah, that's a wolf date. <laughs> that's that coyote ugly. And then, um, and then for some reason they never put on makeup again and you're like, What the fuck? I at least wanted to see what I was promised before. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. You know, and I'm just like all the content that you and I've done over these last, you know, all these episodes we we branched off and did so much other stuff you know we did remember we did rocket league for a while and we were yeah. we were destiny, jerking off to destiny for, for a, a long time um yeah then we realized did. that that kool-aid was not as good as it we thought it was <laughs> uh, well the kool-aid was good but it started to mold like yeah, it started it, it to just, get sour yeah it, it turned sour which really sucked i missed yeah, too destiny. many of the community was peeing right into the kool-aid and we were like still drinking it like <laughs> Right through a crazy yeah. straw. <laughs> just, <laughs> which I sucks. Still, I'm not going to name any names, but I still see people on Twitter go, because the new uh, expansion's coming out, and I still see the same people that it played back then. They're like, oh, I'm so fucking excited. This is the most excited I've ever been for an expansion. It's like, every time? <laughs> I love that you can keep that same energy, but... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for those people. I have friends um, that still play religiously. Uh, yeah. I I guarantee I could turn on my Xbox right now, and there will be at least one person on my friends list that's playing it right now. So that's crazy! I'm glad that you're able to keep that up. Um, I know. I mean, granted, I know people that have been playing World of Warcraft since vanilla. So I mean, I know those people exist, but I just um, to me, it doesn't feel like it has that much content. It feels like you're playing the same thing over and over and over again. It, well, it is, and that's that's part of the that's that's supposed to be part of the appeal. Oh. But you know, you, are because you it is supposed to play it with friends or something. <laughs> you are supposed to play it with friends. That helps, you know, if you have oh, friends. Okay. Um, what are those? But yeah, but but you're also you're going towards you're you're working towards that that armor build and that weapon build that oh. you like and, yeah. and 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 that's but that's the way that game works. That's oh. you know, and and Destiny it's should be called Infinite because that's what the grind is. Yeah, but that's a that's a great example of what a real MMO game is like. I know that I we so. always we argued about that, and we had people discuss it. And we you remember back then when is is Destiny an MMO? And and no, it definitely is. I would say. Yeah, I can't and, remember what we ever came to or conclusion wise, but well, I know that there was a lot of people. It's like, oh, it's not really an MMO because you're not you're not playing with this. You know, you're not existing in these huge groups of instances and and like like World of Warcraft and. Like, but, but maybe MMO isn't the right, isn't the right term to use, 
but it's in that style yeah. where you have your daily, your weekly, your monthly events. You've got your raids that you have to do on a weekly, you know, a weekly basis. You've got armor that you're working towards and uh, leveling up. And it's just, it's, it's doing the same things over and over and over again, waiting for that, that one God drop to get where you get the armor piece that you've finally been waiting for. And, and I wish I still had the time to enjoy that kind of thing. But, <laughs> and you know, I, I'm back into, you know, I've been playing Neverwinter, which is just a, which is just a wow reskin for D and D. And yeah. I've made it into the in game content for it. It's literally the same thing. Like there's a, uh, there's a monthly event going on right now called siege. And the way it works is, is you go into this certain map and the map is represents the out, just the outside of the walls of the city that you're, that you're based in. And the various enemies are attacking the, the castle or those city walls. And you, you pick up a, you pick up a, a quest that you have to complete five public events which is just five different different engagements of battle on the map, and you just kind of rotate around. And some, it's a you know you have to stop waves of enemies, and another one you have to fight you have to stop two or three big bosses, and then another one is you have to fight a dragon, and then it's like you you have to fight maybe a frost dragon or a red dragon or a green dragon or a black dragon, yeah. and um, once you complete those five uh, public events, you go back, you turn in your quest, you get a chance for a drop. And then you get a drop, and then you also get a a coin for their currency that you can take over to a store. And once you get so many of those coins, you can buy the armor set, or you can buy the special companion or mount or whatever. And it's literally the same thing. And it, it's just you know, and you, I mean, and it is kind of fun because you know, you're you're in the instance, you're on the map, and there's probably fifteen or twenty other people that are doing it as well. And all of the, uh, all of the difficulties is pretty much set for about 15 or 20 people. So, but all of you guys are working together and you're all just kind of mindlessly killing the dragon, you know, over and over again, as you move throughout the map to, to kill the different dragons or the different hordes. And I mean, it's, it's fun. It's kind of mind numbing. I don't have to think about it. You know, my care, you know, my character is a warlock and all she does is sit in the back and, you know, she shoots, she has like four different attacks that are all ranged attacks. And it's just literally, you know, I press this button and then this one, then this one, and then this one, and I wait for the cooldown and start over again. And that's all I do. But, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm props to those games that have literally an endless amount of time for you to play and finish yeah. in a world, in a world of, cause back in the day there was only 20 games. Yeah. So you had to have your game have a lot to even be interesting for people to want to buy it. Now yeah. there's fucking 800 new games come out every single day on Steam, and you have to compete with that. And you're yeah, trying exactly. to tell people, play our game and only our game for the next five years, and you have to no- ignore all these other games that come out. And unfortunately, and, and some, some, some of the franchises and some of the game companies do that really, really well. You know, Halo, three, four, or Halo and Bungie used to do that really, really well. Um, yeah. Uh, another one is uh, the, uh, Rockstar with their Grand Theft Auto and and even the Red Dead series. There's there's still I could turn on my I could turn on my Xbox right now and there be at least one person playing uh, GTA Five. Yeah, well, we and that game's been out for ten years. The, well, we never got into the role playing aspect of that. Oh, Ever I since wish. that came out a couple of years ago, it's expanded it even more. So, like, 
Um, yeah, I, I that would see that's a that's a PC thing, and I mean, I mean, I don't know if it is if you I think can it's get on to Xbox, it from the... but you you can't play like the official mods. You just have to kind of like do it. Whereas on I, PC, you can play the actual mods and actually be like a police officer and whatnot. I think I've seen a bunch of TikTok clips about that, and the more I watch it, the more I don't want to do it because oh, I've seen some real yeah I, I I see one that I go oh that looks so fucking fun then I see another one I go no thank you yeah <laughs> so I'm like eh you know um I I mean I miss playing GTA on the weekends with friends because that was a lot of fun um yeah but it, you know that's a ten year old game it's hard to wrap your mind around that it's ten years old um yeah well I, I, I guess I, that's I do get that aspect yeah. of like Destiny and World of Warcraft and everything. They make it really easy to when you have your little community of players that play it all the time, it's really easy to get together and have fun. Right. And that's where a lot of new games forget. That's what 343 completely forgot their identity by completely removing Forge and not releasing it with Forge. That's your identity, that community fun time together. By not having that and not having it work... And then just hoping that eh, all the players will come back once it's out. Will we, though? Did you not learn from Halo 5 that, like, maybe we won't? And and it doesn't help I, when your game also, the, the base part of your game doesn't work and guns jam all the time and melees don't count. You And you also want me to wait for Forge? Like, I, I can't believe that they even considered doing that. That's, that's really delayed. The, that's that's the only thing I can say about that is I cannot believe that you'd released a game that did not come with the features that made people want to play that game. People do not yeah. play that game for the story. A lot of people do, but you're not playing it over and over and over and over again for the story. What are you doing? You're playing the multiplayer. You're you're yeah. downloading these cool maps and and forge and um all this community-driven content. And then to sit there and be like well, we're going to release the game without that, and we'll get to it eventually. Why would you do that? Yeah, like, I just good luck. Yeah, and, and I I do. I would love to be able to ask one of the executives in a very candid moment and be like, "What was the logic here? Is it because you were you were so pressed for time that you absolutely had to appease the shareholders? Because I I believe that's what the that think that's the correct that's answer. What it feels like. And if that's the case, then you have, um, yeah, Mongoose Getaway for the 75th thousandth time. You know, I am <laughs> fucking there, and I will always be there for that. Um, but, you know, that game, Mongoose to Getaway, doesn't exist without Forge. Yeah. And no, it's, it's just wild that they completely forgot what their game was I, I think, and meant to so many people. I think what's happened is... Halo and uh, Halo in specific has become very um, uh, corporatized. You know that the, the future of Halo is in the hands of the shareholders, not in the hands of the players. Because mm -hmm. I remember, you know, even during Halo Four and Halo Three and, and Reach, you know, you remember there was there was that badge or the achievement that you got for killing a developer. Like oh, yeah. you know, you know that meant that they were in the game. You were going to find them. And I just don't believe that those people exist anymore. I think no. that those, you know, I think that it's left in the hands of, cor of, of corporate and it just, they don't care. It's become, it's lost its soul. 
Yeah. Well, I remember think that's the only way I could say it. Remember before it even came out when I found out the entire pro team quit? I'm pretty sure we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. And I was like, that worries me. And then it, uh, so many people told me, nah, that doesn't mean anything. They're almost done with the game. It's ready to go. Why did the pro team need to be there? Well, the pro team helped shape, you know, Halo 5 along and make it even better. They're dumping the pro team before the game's even done. And then, you know, leadership leaves. And then the second leadership leaves. And like the change-ups all the time and people quitting all the time. And everyone goes, oh, that's normal. And I'm like, no, nah, not like that. Not really. I know a no. lot of people in the industry and that not like that. Yeah, changing jobs is normal, but not... Not a mass, you know, outpouring of talent and almost nothing new coming in. But <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just think that, I mean, like I said, we've covered it. We're not releasing with yeah, your core game times. Uh, that's, that's, that's what did me in. Not releasing with your core game types. How do you not have Griffball? How do you not have Oddball? How do you yeah. not have, how do you not have fucking Fiesta? Or, I mean, I mean nothing. There yeah. was nothing. And well, even if they didn't release the make forge and we would have figured out how to make it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now granted forge is gorgeous and I've seen some amazing stuff that people have, have created within forge, but I haven't seen anything that makes me want to redownload the game and try it. No, no. You know, there was the one guy that made like the waffle house in forge. Yeah. And, (laughs) and I was like, that's, that's a, that's amazing. That um, one was cool. The Toy Story room was really cool. But it doesn't make me want to. It doesn't make me want to download it. You know, there's no incentive for me to come back and play that. What are we going to do? We're going to have a fight in Waffle House. I can go to the real Waffle House and watch that. Yeah, there's a fight there every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I just, you know, and then, we, you know, we left that, and you know, we got into Apex for a while, and I really yeah. liked Apex. Apex was still fun, but. The problem with Apex is the entire community became toxic, and now it's oh, yeah. nothing but try-hard, sweaty, fucking sweating your balls off wraiths. Uh, oh, they buffed wraiths, by the way, this season, which is... I like, know. What the fuck, I, dude? I, I, TikTok <laughs> still thinks audience. I play Apex. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok still thinks I play Apex, because I get I get Apex videos all the time. Yeah, and, I see it And, I, and I watch them. You know, it's, that's what gets me is like, it gives it to me and I eat it and it's fine. Yeah. And, you know, and they're like, oh, you like this. So we should keep giving it to you. Like, no, I hate it. No, I stop hate it. it. <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop reminding me of how much I hate it. Yeah. yeah. It's the gunplay and the the movement is every, it's so smooth, but it's just, it's the most frustrating game to play and that's not fun. Yeah. They, um, they have private matches now. Which I yeah, think is which, which I think is really cool. I watched I watched a video today of uh, it was one Watson and she popped her ultimate, and they had twenty five Gibraltars throw their ultimate on her. Oh, probably crashed. No, number one, it, it didn't crash, and oh, number no? two, wow. her ultimate ate every single rocket. Like the, yeah, the one will yeah, eat everything. Yeah, it ate everything, and I was like, that's that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've watched a bunch of videos like that, and it's it's pretty cool, but. You know, we just don't have a third, and we'll just stick with no. that. That'll never be a thing. Even if we had a third, I don't know if it'd be worth playing. Maybe Arenas, but... Arenas was fun. Yeah, Arenas um, is fun because it's not as frustrating, and even when you have a frustrating game, then you can move on. I know that they were talking about bringing... Um, it was like a deathmatch. I think that's a thing now. 
Yeah, that's coming out this season, yeah. mid season or something. There will be a temporary game type death match thing. I, I mean, that would be kind of fun. And I mean, like I agree. That's one of the things that I really liked about Apex was the movement and gunplay. Mm. And well, I can't wait for Titanfall three. Oh my god! Finally, an actual arena shooter with that kind of movement and gunplay. Like it's going to be so fun. We might be three or four years away from. Well, maybe more. I don't think they've even started developing I'm, it. I'm waiting patiently for Titanfall 3 because um I love Titanfall 2. God damn. That yeah. that that game, that gameplay, the gunplay, the move, everything about it. I mean, and there was something for everybody. Like I had I have friends that they are not competitive at all. They don't really care about being sweaty, yeah. but there was that one where you could where you brought your Titans in and you would fight. It was PvE. Yeah. It was you like didn't you have and, to be a movement god to enjoy yeah. Titanfall 2. And it was like and it was just everything was good about that game. And um, then the campaign the, is still one of the best campaigns I've ever played in any game. Agreed. And then the the Korean hackers have completely DDoSed the uh the servers into non existence now. Like yeah, you I you, think it's still up. I think you can still play it. I don't well, know. You can, you can still you can still try to play it. Yeah, Frontier Defense, that's what it was called. I, I loved that game type. I thought it was great. Um but yeah, you you can um you can load up and go in, but as soon as the game starts, it just crashes or it just it locks up and you're just, you know, hu- yeah, you're just hovering in the midair. Uh, hopefully Titanfall 3 sooner rather than later, but who knows when that'll be or if ever. It'll happen. We'll see. Yeah, I miss Titanfall. I thought that was a great game. Uh, um, it was it was really good. Apex was a good Band-Aid to get us through after Titanfall, yeah. but I, I want... I want all of those games back that that Titanfall Two had. I don't. Battle Royale, I, Battle Royale is so hard to get right. Well, that and I think Battle Royales are. It, it's they're not going to be around forever. It's going to run its course, and there's going to be uh, something else is going to come along eventually. I think it'll always. Well, I think I mean, it'll, it'll always core, be there. It'll be a yeah. core game type, but I I think it's going to hit ahead soon where you can't release a game that's just that anymore. Yeah, that's where I was going with it. Is yeah. you know, I don't think you're going to be able to have another Fortnite, another PUBG, another Apex that are just uh, yeah, one thing, one one thing. Um, Which technically is Fortnite's not, but nobody wants to play the game that you have to pay for. Uh, they want the free battle royale. <laughs> I I didn't even know there was anything other than that. Yeah, it was for like a the first year and a half or so that Fortnite was out. It was a like tower defense shooter game. Mm, yeah okay that's what all the building and everything was about and i think if i remember right i never played it but i'm pretty sure like zombie hordes or something would come and you'd have to build up your thing and then the success of PUBG and they kind of went oh we should just turn this game into battle royale and then they fucking took off so yeah and they they did it really fucking well and how they were able to carry as many licenses oh, for i don't know like, i i don't get anything yeah every I, single thing that ever <laughs> it just it blows my mind that you can play, you can have Batman on the same field as the Incredible as Hulk Beast. and Mr. Beast and, and Master Chief and yeah, Master Chief and Spider Man. The, the the people from Destiny and yeah, it, it's just like how how do you do that? That's that's Star Wars and yeah, that yeah, fucking, Star Wars the license, is the big one. The licensing it's, is insane on there. Any and everything, yeah. YouTubers, soccer players, games, movies. I don't get it. I, mean, I don't think we'll see another game like that ever. Maybe. I don't know, though. 
Mm. That one, that one's a special exception of how much fucking money they make that they can afford licensing for everything. <laughs> I think, well, I think that was a perfect storm situation. Like I don't, it, I think all of the stars have to align again for that, for a game like that to happen. And I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't, um, but I, I think there'll be, I think there'll be more games will release with a battle Royale option, but they'll, you'll never have, Something yeah. like that ever again? At least I don't think. Supposedly, certain affinities still working on the battle royale for Infinite, but again, I think it's not a game. Things are nowadays. Royale. Everyone has such a short attention span, and none of us have time to do anything because we have to fucking work. And the little bit of time we get, we don't have time to wait for your fucking game to be ready to f- and fixed. You know, I'm not going to keep trying it every six months and it's still broken. Let's hi- let's let's hypothetical this out. Okay. And let's say they come out with a battle royale on a Tuesday. Oh wait, what? Yep. Um, (laughs) Let's say they come out with a battle royale, and they do let's say three v three, or three three person battle royale. You have three three man teams on a map of how many people? Uh, sixty, twenty teams. That's the hard thing, depending what engine they use, because now there's the rumor that they're switching back to Unreal. Yeah. But my, my thing is, is when you look when you look at playing four v four on any map, it doesn't matter. That's not where I'm going with this. The yeah. time to kill in in Halo is so long. You know, it's when you when you compare it to say Call of Duty or Fortnite or PUBG, where you know engagements are over in seconds. You know, it, and then you compare that to a, an engagement in in Halo in a four v four setting where an engagement could take 15 to 20 seconds. Yeah, 20 seconds, yeah. Yeah, so now you've got 20-second engagements with 20 other teams on the map. It's not going to be a third-party issue. It's going to be a ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th-party issue. I mean, it's going to be utter fucking chaos. Yeah, because... I wonder if it'll only be 16 players. So what would that be, three? So five teams of three? That doesn't Honestly, sound, that, that doesn't that's sound not like enough. it would work. Yeah. yeah, that's not enough. If you're if you're going to do a battle royale, you got to do it right, and you need at least sixty players. It needs to be, you know, twenty teams of three. Twenty teams of three, yeah. or well, then what map do you do it on? That's the hard part too. Um, I don't know. I, okay, I haven't what are we played. Hypothetically thinking though, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but 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 my where my hypothetically is with this was imagine what type of gameplay that's going to create. Even even if you put it on the biggest map you could think of, and you would have to custom make a map. It would have to be something completely outside of what already exists to accommodate sixty people in a battle royale setting that gives people enough time to spread out and gear up and and do all the things that you do in a battle royale. Um, yeah. Now, now, see that, that Rabble. That's a good point. Is you would have to, you would have to. The only way to make it work would be to eliminate it from Spartans with no shields and make it ODSTs. But then, uh... but then. I was thinking they could do it like Halo One, where you have shields but you also have health. Yeah, but um, I don't know. But it, like I said, if you if you do something like that and you make it just ODSTs, can you make can you get that following of people that want to play it? You know, granted, there's a lot of people that really enjoyed ODST, and I'm one of them. Yeah. Uh, but are you able to bring people back to Halo to play an ODST battle royale when you're leaving your your core? characters the spartans off to the side are you i mean is that even going to be a thing I don't um know. you know um, i don't know there's so many questions that they I just, have i just to don't answer. think it's doable yeah. I, I just want it has to be free 
If you charge yeah. for it, you already it's already over. Sorry. Yeah. Um I I just don't think a a Halo Battle Royale is is a thing. Um I just don't think it's possible because you can't make it solos. I mean when you can, but you could. You, yeah, you could make it solos. You know, here's Chief out here being the lone wolf and, and put it under that. Um but yeah, ODST is better. And I, yeah, I agree. ODSTs would be better than Spartans. It depends. I don't know. You have a but, lot to think about, which, I mean, the Halo, the way the sandbox in Halo works is set up really well for a Battle Royale. The only thing it doesn't answer is, yeah, the health and the shield thing. My my thing will just be the time to kill. It's just too long of a, it's too long of an engagement to to not invite utter chaos of the multiple third parties that everybody complains about in, yeah. in battle royales. Well, that's which, why Apex, Apex got even worse than sweatier when they introduced red shields. Right. And now everyone has red shields and now battles take fucking forever to kill. And then you have so many utilities that can keep you alive even longer. That's my so point. now it's nothing but third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth team that come, no matter how good you are. Yeah. If you can't wipe out eight, full three man squads by yourself you you're gonna lose you're not gonna win like and then it's no longer a battle royale (laughs) and then i mean the only the only solution to that is you need to make your map bigger to accommodate you know more space to spread out but then you have to make all of that space worth uh worth going to i mean if you look at if you look at apex or any of the battle royale games there's what four or five, maybe six places on the map that like everybody wants to go there because that's where all the good loot is. Yeah. Okay. So now you're concentrating and I get why they do that in, in games that are in, yeah. In games that are shorter time to kill where you can weed out the games and make them go really quick. You know, if you send everybody into one spot and then the time to kill is really low and you know, this engagement with eight, 10 teams is over in two minutes. Well, that's not going to be a thing if you use if you use Spartans as they exist right now. Um, yeah, vehicles are going to be hard too. And like, how do you have it? Do you run over and you? That's an instant kill. And like, I don't know. Right. The, the main it's problem a, with like every battle royale is you have to have so much going on with locations and space and guns and health and shields. And the downfall of every single one of them, where they're all good at the beginning. And this is one thing that I'll get to why Fortnite is so good at what they do in a minute that other people haven't realized. They're all really good at the beginning and then people learn how to play the map and where the focus points are and where the zones end and all of this. And then they no longer become fun because they become camp fests and third party fests. They're no longer fun. They're not that same original engagement where it's kind of randomized and everyone doesn't really know what's going on, and you play it how they meant you to play it. That's super fun. But then you get, you know, six months in when everyone has learned how to play it. Now they're no longer fun. It's just super fucking sweaty. Uh, And that's happened to every single battle royale. Even Scavengers, who I still, in my opinion, is the best battle royale that's ever come out. Fortnite's done it. So scavengers, as a base, they didn't need to change much because it was so fucking good. It had so many things going on. The AI was really good. It gave you something to do. Um, 
the AI kind of doubled as something to do, but also something to, you could use the AI to escape when like a third or fourth party came in and you were like, oh, fuck this shit. You can right. kind of, you could, you know, use your various abilities to turn invisible or throw a smoke or whatever and go buy AI and then use that AI as kind of a barrier between you and that other third party so you can escape. And that really made it nice. Um, but again, then everyone learned in Scavengers that, oh, all of us are just going to all go kill the AI at the beginning and then we'll take all the loot at every single one of the POIs and then halfway through the game there's no loot or anything left and now it's a regular old battle royale and that was kind of the downfall of scavengers. They didn't have a plan to how to adapt the meta which is why Fortnite is so good at what they do because they change the meta every three months. It's an entirely new fucking battle royale every three months. There's not enough time. At the beginning of seasons is the best, but the, it starts to decay like all the other battle royales. Everyone learns how it's played. Everyone learns, you know, this hill's the fucking point you want to hold. Uh, if you want to avoid engagements, you know, you go along the shoreline or hide in this bush or whatever. Everyone learns and it starts to become dull, and then Fortnite goes, all right, the game's completely new. There's all this new mechanics and equipment, and all those points of interest are gone, and that's why Fortnite's been able to stay fresh. I mean, yeah, it takes fucking 800 developers <laughs> and billions of dollars a month that they make <laughs> to keep up with it. That's the only reason they've stayed fresh and bat other battle royales decayed into nothingness and boredom. But Well, one of the other things, too, is Fortnite has been doing this revitalization every so often as that's part of their thing. Yeah. But you know, how do you, how do you revitalize the, the Spartans have been the Spartans the same, you know, they haven't really changed over the last six games. They, they, you know, the Spartans are Spartans. They've got this set of weapons, you know, okay. They've got some, they got some armor abilities or some, you know, shit like that. But at the end of the day, they're always the same. How do you revitalize that map when you change maps. Okay. Well, that's cool. But well, I mean, I would, I, I just, the biggest thing is just finding, finding the balance. What weapons yeah. do you put in? Like, you know, four V fours, you know, you have power weapons on the, on the map to do specific power things. You know, apex did that to an extent with, with some of their, with some of their power weapons, but how do you balance that? Yeah. You know, what are you going to let people start with? Are you letting them, I mean, they got to start with, I mean, traditionally they start with a Spartan pistol. But I just, I think that one of the things that I see in in Apex, because that's the one I'm the most familiar with, is they spent so much time trying to balance all of the weapons against each other. Yeah, well, they still haven't figured it out. There's right. always one that's better than every other gun, no matter how hard they try. And how do you, how do you, how do you balance, if you put all the weapons in from Halo into the Battle Royale, they're not all balanced together. They've never been that way. They're not meant to be balanced. So how do you balance yeah. them? Well, yeah, uh, depending how big it is, sniper would be king. Everyone just be running around with snipers because you can't do anything with a, a BR or a DMR against a sniper on a big-ass right. battle royale map. Yeah, that would have to be huge to accommodate... Uh, yeah. that, so to, to accommodate a bunch many... of cover, right? But then... Yep that segments the map and then you have the same problem you said where you get in the battle and now it takes a little too long and then third, fourth parties come and show up. I don't know. I think a battle royale would be super fun in the Halo sandbox, but is it enough to revive Halo? No. no. And will it be fun for more than three months? Definitely not because I know 
even though certain affinities doing it, it's not they're not going to be able to add enough content and keep it fresh enough. They they can't remix it like what Fortnite does. Fortnite is a completely different game every three months. It plays completely differently. They're like, here you travel on clouds now. All right, now you bounce around like a fucking bunny. All right, now you ride on fucking wolves. Uh, like like Rabble says here, it is it's too little, too late. You know, yeah. and and. Well, I, yeah, I, they missed the battle royale train altogether. Well, they, well, they, well, they missed the train, but then they're, they're like I said, I just don't think that they, I just don't think that the Halo universe is set up for a battle royale. I remember when Red Dead Two came out, and they finally released a multiplayer for it, or like a a, a, um, a PvP multiplayer for it, and um, they instituted a uh, a battle royale version of Red Dead Two, and it was so weird. It just it it was something completely different than what I would assume an old Western cowboy game would be like. Yeah. Um, it just didn't feel right. I played like two or three games. And I'm like, ew, this is yeah, no, <laughs> this is this is sour. I don't like it. Um, and and I worry that that's what would happen with Halo, um, not just in gameplay, but in the perception of the you know, Halo has always been innovators and trendsetters. You know, to to turn and around then, and be, then they weren't. And then they weren't, and then now the, now you see them as getting on the the train of battle royales. I'm like, like you said, yeah, that well, that train left the station a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's weird you say that because in Halo Four, they were then copying everybody, and then Halo Five they were behind everybody, and then now Infinite they're miles behind everybody. But what's the what's the common denominator there? The, you know, what what was the difference between Halos One, Two, and Three, and Halos Four, Five, and Infinite? It was the developer. Yeah, yeah, the developer. <laughs> you know, Bungie, leadership. Bungie, yeah, leadership. And, and I, I, it's mostly not 343's fault. It's mostly Microsoft. From everything well, I've heard, it could, yeah, from it, people it, that have worked at 343 uh, that have signed NDAs and can't really say anything, but from everything I've heard, a lot of the people at 343 are passionate are and are not happy with where the game is, but there's only so much they can do. They're so far under Microsoft's thumb that they had to release it when it came out. They have to do all these things. They have to hit these certain, we need this in the game. We need this in the game. Like, I still can't believe there's no assassinations in the game. I totally forgot that till just now. Like I said, they're, they're missing so much core Halo, and they're like, I don't get why people don't like it. It's not even... <laughs> I think the the other thing, too, that, that sucks is Bungie, Bungie walked out and it's like, we're going to take our toys and go somewhere else. And they did. And they created a game that I've never played a video game that has, that had more potential than Anthem. I've never played one that was like, everything was there to make an incredibly fun game that, you know, flop, but it just, then it just, it just didn't go anywhere. Yeah. You know, it, it had the movement mechanics was awesome. The flying mechanics was, I mean, was top notch. Um, the the gunplay and the, the 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 types of guns that you had to work with, and you know the different classes of of characters that you could play in the game. It had all of the right ingredients to make a really really good game. But it's like, but they forgot to preheat the oven. Yeah. <laughs> we need to move on from Halo. I was just looking. Podtacular's newest episode is twenty-two minutes what? of them of them uh, countdown to season three. So they're probably over there 
all so fucking hyped and excited for the three new things that are coming that aren't going to change anything and it's going to be the same fucking game. And we're over here ragging on Halo for fucking 45 minutes <laughs> <laughs> about how they just don't fucking get the point of like, imagine if like Bungie was involved. Anyway, keep going. Uh, yeah, I don't think Bungie touched it. Maybe, maybe I fucked that up. I, I could have swore Bungie was involved. Because I maybe think Bungie went. I think Bungie went immediately to Destiny, and then maybe they signed. They signed the most fucking ridiculous deal that has ever happened, and will probably never happen again. Where Activision let them retain a hundred percent of the rights, so they can just leave at any time they want. <laughs> oh, I stand corrected. I, for some reason, I was thinking it was it was Bungie. Maybe I just got the bees wrong. But no. But yeah, and they but they they went off and they did. Um... Well, Destiny still has a fucking insane amount of potential. And they they do a good job of changing the meta up on Destiny and everything. I'll, I'll probably check out Destiny three. To be honest, there'll probably be a Pig's Pod stream of us playing Destiny three. Is there is that been is there is that going to be a thing? I was always under uh, the impression yes, that it's it is. like four years away. Oh, they have quite I, a few expansions still planned. Destiny two is still going to be around for quite a while. Uh, I know they were talking. They had an envision for like an eight-year roadmap of expansions for Destiny Two, but I'm pretty sure with the way hardware is going, you can't just—you have to completely rebuild eventually. You can only—I mean, you can only on a game like Destiny. It's not like WoW where you're like, yeah, the graphics are what they are. On a game yeah, like that, right. you have to eventually upgrade and change engines and change graphics. But. I mean, I will probably, you're right, I will probably go back and revisit Destiny 3. Yeah, um, in four or five years. We'll in see. four or five years. For and, episode and, 200. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, well, see, the problem that I had with Destiny 2 was less was less the quality of the game, even though it wasn't, I, I don't think it was as good, at least in the early, I can't speak of any of the new expansions. I can't speak of any of that. But yeah. in the in the early days, yeah, it, I don't think it was as good, but what, I would have stuck through it had more of my friends also stuck through it. Yeah. Well, mine problem, mine, my problem was I couldn't just play what I wanted to. They went yeah. from, you can play what you want to, but if you want to make it a little better, you want to do the weekly. They went from that to you better fucking do the weekly or you can't even load this map. And you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? I just want to play that map. And they're like, fuck you. <laughs> like they just, it, they went way too fucking hard to the grindiness, and you literally had to do all the shit to be able to even play PvP or any of that. And like, th I've heard from several people that it's gone away from that, and now you're you're kind of back to you can play whatever you want. But I just don't believe it. Well, it, that's the that was one of the things that really hurt uh, Destiny was there are people that want to play just PvP, and there are people that just want to play PVE. And there is people like me that would that will play either one with yeah. no with no problem, but but nobody to play with. But yeah, number one, no one to play with. But but number two, it was you couldn't. I, the The community split to the point where you know the PvP people just left for for the for the problem that you, that you said is that you know you had to do the PVE stuff to be able to do the PvP stuff. Yeah, and um. Even I mean, granted, now even in Destiny One, you know the best weapon in the game was only available by doing the Vault of Glass raid. Like that was the only way to get Vex Mythoclass was to get lucky and have it drop out of the the PVE raid. But there was also this really cool community that would be like, "Hey, 
you carry me through trials, I'll carry you through the raid. You know, and you know, a me and Vampiric did that all the time. I was fucking dog shit in that super sweaty fucking uh trials of Osiris. And he was crazy fucking good. And he would just absolutely shit on himself when it came to doing a to doing a raid mechanic. Like, I don't understand this. And like, okay, well, yeah. just get in my pocket, you know, let me pocket <laughs> you for a change. Yeah. You know, but come with me. But and you'll see. Yeah. But see, but you didn't <laughs> have to do that. You know, you didn't have to go get Vex. There were still other guns that you could compete with. You know, it was the easy button for people like me. If you had Vex, it was like, well, I'm winning this engagement. But if you were people like you or like Vamps, you didn't need that gun to be good. I yeah. mean, it made it unfair no, if I you played, had it. I played with Mita for, <laughs> I didn't give a shit yeah. what anything changed. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm a Mita player. <laughs> well, that was the same thing with me when I played with, um, um, oh shit. It was the, it was the scout rifle that came out of, um, that came out of the Volgrade. I don't remember what it was called. That was my favorite gun, you know? Yeah. And I, I loved it. Cause I mean, it was just, it was, it was reliable. It was accurate. I didn't fuck up with it. I understood how it worked. Same thing with you with Meta. And, and then, and then destiny two came out and it was just kind of, I just, all of my friends that were playing it, you know, only had a couple of them that, that stuck and played. And I lost the, I lost the enjoyment of playing the raids with people. Yeah. And well, I, I didn't really have enjoyment from the beginning and you were there for that. Hmm. I've only completed Vault of Glass a couple times. I don't think I've ever completed any of the other ones. The Leviathan, the King's Fall, the... No, we mm-hmm. did Crota. I, I've done Crota. Yeah, yeah, we did Crota a couple or six of times. times. Yeah. Yeah, any of the newer ones beyond that, I haven't tried a single one in Destiny 2. And any of the other ones in Destiny 1, I it just was such a bad experience. Like... I I never leveled a character up far enough in Destiny 2 to even be able to do a raid. I mean, I could I could do it now. I could go in and and you know buy the five dollar upgrade and go to Max Light to be able to play all that stuff, which is cool. Um, yeah. I just don't care. And then then I got to find well, then I got to find people that that want to play, you yeah. know. And that makes it even um, that makes that, it that much harder. So it's kind of like the eh. hard part. So many games nowadays are really hard to play by yourself. That's the nice thing about Harry Potter. Yeah, you just load it up and go by yourself. And that and that's the first single player game I've played in a real long time that was nothing but first uh, single, excuse me, yeah. single player. At the last one I played was the Star Wars game, which the new one comes out here in like a month Ooh, or so. Oh, yeah, That'll Fallen Order? Or yeah. no, Je- no, Survivor. That's what Jedi Survivor. Uh, right? That sounds right. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Jedi Survivor. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll play that one. Maybe. <laughs> as long as I get through with, uh, get through with Hogwarts in time. Because I'm, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to power through Hogwarts so we can do a spoiler cast because, you know, um, for the first time in all of my podcasting career, Heather wants to do a podcast. She's like, I want to talk have, about this game. We have till April 28th is when Survivor releases, so. No, we should be able to get it done. Yeah, we have, you know, yeah, we'll be all right. I, I should be in the middle of my, you know, my evil Hufflepuff run. That, <laughs> that's, that's all I care about. As long as I can do, uh, well, I want to do the, the, I want to do the finish the Gryffindor. I want to do the evil Hufflepuff. And then I want to do the, um, uh, the self-indulgent Slytherin where it's just, I'm only making decisions that benefit me as a character. Like in Hufflepuff, I'm going to like specifically choose the, the negative response that is like the fuck you response. 
Yeah. You know, whatever's in the best interest of Salazar Slytherin is one I'm going to choose for that one. So <laughs> I'm excited for that. I really am. I, and I've never really been excited for Harry Potter anything. Yeah. It's such a, it's a fun game though. It's really good. Yeah. I feel bad for the people that didn't want to play it because of things, but we talked about that already. So <laughs> we should probably do our cream of the weeks and, and get the hell out of here before we yeah, turn we into a should. pumpkin or whatever happens yeah. at midnight. Oh, fuck. We're getting close. Um, <laughs> Let's see. I had a cream you of the week. One? I had, I have one. I have two, but I'm going to save one and do a different one. So this is kind of a dated cream of the week, but I'm going to do it anyway, because it's the only, th- the only other thing that I've been doing besides playing. Um, Should we ask our interview? Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. That, that'd be like the only planned question that I have for them is what their cream of the week <laughs> is. Yeah, like, um, what the fuck is that? And you go, I don't know, cream corn, cream heavy cream. What, what's your what's your whipped cream, cream sour week? cream? Um, no, um, I've gone back and I'm rewatching um, Game of Thrones. Oh, dude, it's so good. God. I haven't I haven't so, watched it. It's too bad they fucking yeah tanked it at the end. But well, I haven't watched it since I finished watching the the final season. Like I have I've not yeah. gone back. I watched it all the way through. Uh, you know, I watched the first one a couple of times before the other seasons came out. And, and now that I've like the season, the series is over knowing everything that you now know, I'm going back and, and watching it again. And God damn, that was such a well-written show. No, it was till and, season eight until season eight. <laughs> I mean, looking at the characters, Dude, the and fucking, the spoilers, the Hodor arc. Yeah. It's fucking was, in, insane and heartbreaking. <laughs> the 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 Hodor, there there was a couple of story arcs that I think are some of the best story arcs in all of storytelling, maybe ever. Yeah. Um, Tyrion Lannister's entire really? story arc is so yeah. good. Um, and then the Hound story arc, where oh, so he was, it was was I I really I mean I'm glad that we you know they had that. I liked the ending that they had where the two brothers were fighting and all that. Um, but I Arya's really... such a cool character, but her arc fucking sucked. Well, like I, I said, think... there, was, uh, there was speculation or rumors that that was one of the characters... It, it, it's confirmed in the books that uh, George Martin was it had been clear that he was never going to kill uh, Arya Stark off because it was a promise that he made to his wife. Like, that's a true story... And all that. Yeah, but you could still could have done something with her character. Well, I think that... I think that that was also... Uh, I, I believe that that was also... Must have been a, a, a contract writer for for the shows. Like, okay, you know, the show's going to go beyond the books, but you still can't kill her off. Um, and when they were told that, they were just like, oh, but but it's a, it's a... Everybody loves this character. We have to kill that character. That's the rule, right? Yeah. And then once they realized they couldn't do that, they were like, oh, I don't know what the fuck to do with her then. I don't know. Uh, send her out to the West. It'll be fine. Yeah. It's um, just too bad. No, the Hound was really fucking cool character. Like, uh, I would say Tyrion Lannister and Sansa Stark's storylines, story arcs, are some of the best storytelling in in all I hate of... Sansa so much. Really? Yeah. I mean her her arc's great when you look at it as a character but also her as a char- I hate her. <laughs> um I think she see I like her character because she's the ultimate survivor. Yeah. You know, oh, no, that's she, why her arc's so good. She goes through so much shit and then like yeah. 
becomes yeah. an actual leader and does something. Mm-hmm. But I still hate her. <laughs> oh, no, I, I thought, you know, her her becoming the character that she did, I think she was the only good payoff in the yeah. final season. It was and, her... Yeah, and finally gets the better of Littlefinger. Yeah. The ultimate oh, fucking oh, manipulator. My God, that was so good. But yeah, yeah so I've, I've gone back and I've, I've uh, watching that again because... Um, I don't know what, I, once again, TikTok made me do it. I was seeing fucking shorts on TikTok of various clips from the mo- from the show. I'm like, man, you know, I ain't watched that in a while. I'm going to go back and watch it. So I'm going to go, I'm going to work my way all the way through it with the intent of watching House Not of Dragons. Season eight? Well, I'm going to watch season eight. Oh. I mean, I'll t- I, but I don't know I if haven't... it was still a sour taste in my mouth or not. I couldn't even finish House of Dragons. Well, see, I didn't start House of Dragons because I was so... It's fucking awful. They they kept that same writing from season eight. They're like, Let, can we just fuck this shit up more? I couldn't... I think we watched three or four episodes and both my wife and I were like... I feel like... It, it feels like homework. It feels like I have to watch it because somebody told me to. And so we just like, nah, we're done. I feel like that with Last of Us. I haven't watched it. No? And, and I probably won't. Because number one, Last of Us was a PlayStation game, so I've never played it. Oh, um, so I don't know, I barely, I don't know anything I've about played it. Played a little bit. I literally know nothing about it. It was through random tidbits of movie clips and whatnot that I'm seeing on TikTok. They're like, "Oh, it's a zombie thing, I guess." Um, but that's it. I had no clue what it was about. I mean, I do really like Pedro Pascal. I've liked oh, him. He's a fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, he's he's in all of the great fandoms now, and that's awesome. Yeah. Um. Well, The Onion said uh, by 2035, every TV show will be Pedro Pascal leading magical children across the universe. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I, I really am. Uh, we get well, Mando season three starts in two weeks. Uh, um, yeah, early March sometime, the 15th yeah. or something. Yeah, or it's, it's, let's see, it's the 26th, though. So, yeah, I think it's next week. I think it's the 6th, something like that. Something like that. Cause, yeah, yeah I think it's in November, right. I think. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited for that, but yeah, I guess that's between, between, uh, if I'm not playing a game and I'm watching something on television, um, I'm watching, I'm watching Game of Thrones again. Um, if I'm not playing, if, if Heather's busy doing something like if she's working on her studies or anything like that, I've been playing Neverwinter and I've reached a point in that game where I need more friends to be playing it. Oh. Um, because, uh, next week. Yeah. I think, I think March 1st is right. I want to say it's like next Wednesday. That'd be exciting. We need to talk about that. Mandalorian's so good. Um, uh, but I am a John Favreau dick writer though. And I'll be kind of upset if he's not hands on as much. And from what I've heard, he's not, he's been working more on Ahsoka with, uh, Dave, but I don't, whatever. I'll still watch it. Fuck it. Mandalorian's good. I wonder, um, I wonder what they are going to, like how I, I've heard some real crazy rumors from people that are. Wait, Favreau wrote all eight episodes of season three. I wonder, is, I wonder who's directing them. It has to be Bryce Dallas Howard or it's just not worth my time. Oh my gosh. She's such a good director though. She's fucking, it's, it's crazy that. Okay. I'm fucking excited now. John Favreau wrote every episode 
one, two, three, four, five of them. He's the solo writer. Ooh, episode seven's going to be a fucking banger. Written by John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Oh, Ooh, episode four, John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Oh my god, I'm getting hard. <laughs> Hold on. Um, let, let me just say, John Favreau and Dave Filoni know what the fuck they're doing when it comes to Star Wars. If they could have touched Game of Thrones season eight. <laughs> oh my god, it would been fucking. It would have been like the Midas touch. But um, their their contributions to Star Wars and the rumors I've heard rumors out of places that were correct with their rumor releases for the last two uh, episode eight and episode nine. So I these are there's one particular guy that I follow on YouTube that he was correct in everything that he said months before uh, the movies came out. Um, so I actually Just from good guessing or no, well, no, he he according to him he has a source in oh. in the production team that is Feeding leaking in from yeah, stuff. and I wonder if it's not he is the source and you know he's you know leaking this stuff himself and it's not a matter of second hand. Um, Bryce but, Dallas Howard uh, did direct some of the episodes. Rick that's all Famuia, I want to know. Rachel Morrison, Lee Isaac Chung, Carl Weathers, Peter Ramsey, and Deborah. Carl Chow. Weathers is directing an episode. Mm-hmm. I think just wow. One. It doesn't say for sure which one or which. I'm just looking at a list of confirmed directors, but it doesn't tell me which episodes they've done. Uh, I, I will take uh, I will take Bryce Dallas Howard first, and then Deborah Chow behind that, and then you have the, that's all you you put you put Favreau Filoni, the the F and F, in charge of writing it. And then you hand everything over to uh, Howard and Chow and say, "Okay, direct this shit." And you just Dude, this have... is going to be a banger, fucking. Oh, season. I know it is. There's no doubt in oh my, my mind. God. It's going to be so good. All right, but well, anyways, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that'll be next week's cream of the week. Yeah, um, that'll be that cream but, of the week. But anyway, what I was saying with this with this supposed leak, and like I said, I, I take this one somewhat seriously. Um, that Kathleen Kennedy, been right? You know, yeah. That Kathleen Kennedy is leaving this year. Like that's the that's the the big speculation that she's out, and she's already taken. She's tired some... of arguing with John and Dave, and they say, "Do you no no? Yeah. We know what we're talking about." <laughs> so there's uh, a video from eleven hours ago. Disney CEO responds to firing Kathleen Kennedy. She got fired. She's already oh, she... out. Oh, she's already out. Wow. See, there you go. So your source was right. The source was right. Now I wonder she's who they're gone. replacing. I don't know. That's, Maybe that's, Dave. They might that's give where him Dave the whole key to the kingdom. He needs to be creative director. <laughs> a creative director. That was. Uh, well, I thought I mean, he was already creative director at Disney. Dave Filoni. I thought they already given him that title and told him, "You do everything. You're a fucking genius." Was well, he? She? Well, maybe she. She used to have that title, but it might have been. He was. Because uh, she was president of Lucasfilm. Yeah, she was president of was, Lucasfilm, yeah. but she doesn't have the title of creative director. Yeah. And she was well, she was creative director before she was the the president, and it was before Filoni had like fully. Filoni's this was back during the title is executive producer of Lucasfilm. Ooh, but that that right there, her out of the way, that we're Star Wars is going to be amazing. Yeah, the, the, well, the, it's the, already going to be amazing. You got the two fucking best yeah. creative minds, John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Like, but this is like I said, with her out of the way and them being able to be everything that they are, because. I blame I blame her for the reshoots of episode nine, that just made no fucking sense whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I blame her for the reshoots of Rogue One. Rogue One was meant to be like Band of Brothers type gritty, 
That was the yeah. original concept behind Rogue One. That and, would be cool. It yeah. was fine like it was, though. That might have been cooler, but it was still good. It was still good, but the, the, the thing of it was is it was it was meant to be dark, it was meant to be gritty, and... Is she, is she like the Musk type of leader where she feels like she's got to put her hand on everything and put in her comments and two cents? That seems to be, that seemed to be the, the case. But, I mean, she'd been around for so long. I mean, she was there... She was, I believe she was a part of the production crew for Return of the Jedi. So she's she's been around for a long time. And I think that's one of the reasons why she was, she had the staying power that she had. Um, but, you know, she was like kind of the old guard. Even after, even after George sold uh, Lucasfilm, she came along with it and, and all that. And I don't think they're going to remake the sequels. I really don't. I think what's going to end up happening is they're going to rewrite the stories and it's going to be, the the lore and the canon of the stories are going to be retold in Ahsoka and Mando and Andor and all of these other you know they've they they push back the Rogue Squadron uh, series again so we're not gonna we don't know when when or if that's going to happen but there's supposed to be a Rogue Squadron series that was literally like Top Gun for the X Wing pilots and it was going to be a whole show mm-hmm. and I would have gone dehydrated with the amount of hard ons that I would have had. Um, but anyway, my, yeah, my cream of the week was Game of Thrones. That's a good one. Game of Thrones is great. We'll you didn't like Andor? Eighth season, but. Andor was good. Andor was good towards the end. It was, yeah. it I was a really. I only watched one episode and it was really slow, but I've heard it, it builds and continues to build. Slow. It is, it is slow. Every episode is just slow, slow, slow. But yeah, then once you get... have the time to sit down and just watch it all, because I've that's heard what I did. I've heard when it gets to the end, it's one of the most amazing. Yeah, that's Star what I did. Star Wars. Um, I, I waited until, um, I waited until it was all out, and then watched it all in like two nights. And doing it that way was good. But yeah, a slog is an absolute best way to describe that show. It absolutely was. But I really liked the, I liked the. The direction that they were taking the story, I like how they they made an overtly political Star Wars show, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's too political. Star Wars isn't political. Are you fucking serious? It's literally, yeah, it's literally space Nazis, man. (laughs) It's the the whole thing versus the. What do you mean? (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 democracy versus fascism. It's um." Uh, it's, uh, you know, the birth of, you know, feminism in movies and, and all that. Oh, and there's another story since we're on the topic. Um, there is a, um, another rumor that's floating around the rumor mill that they are going to make, um, Luke Skywalker gay and if not gay, bisexual. And sure they are. I don't really care if they do or not. Like I'm, Oh, fine. And everybody was all butthurt about it. Be like, Oh, you know, he had a wife. I'm like, not, but not anymore because, None of that story exists. He did have a wife in the old stories in the expanded universe. He had a wife and kids, and it was great. But that's the rumor. We shall see. Hmm. All right, so what is your cream of Oh, week? you're going to love mine based on what you just said. What's that? Uh, mine is The Last of Us. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> here, here's the thing, okay? All right, all right. I've, I've I'm not downing it. I've only played maybe three hours of the game. So I don't really know much of the game. I've seen like reactions to this and that on YouTube and whatnot. I, I kind of know what happens. I know that, you know, Ellie's gay and I'm, you know, I know the things that Boiler. Ha- happened to Joel and I know, 
you know, stuff that happens in the second game, but I've never really played it. But Pedro Pascal is such a hot daddy that I'm, my wife and I, we waited until four episodes were already out. We haven't been watching it this whole time. Uh, I know it does look like a fun game. I Maybe I'll play it someday. I just, when I had it and I had my PlayStation, I just never played. I tried and I was a few hours in and I was like, eh, I just, I never got to the good parts, I think. I think I was still in the introductory learning how the game fucking works. But anyways, the show, when it, uh, the when little it bit that I do know, it. It, yeah, it's almost done. There's three episodes left. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it when it all when I can binge it, but yeah. I, that way I can get the whole story and not kind of like I, I'm so disconnected from the story that it would be hard to like oh, what was going on last week. Yeah, you know. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. The little the little bit that I do know about the game makes the first episode really good because the first episode pretty much covered what I do know about the game, what I did play, and it's like it's like right there. It's like T for T. They hit every mark. It's almost identical. And, you know, and I had heard so many different things online of some people like, oh, finally, it's like the game. And then other people being like, why the fuck is it the exact same as the game? I can just watch the cutscenes on YouTube. And like, I heard both sides of it and I was like, whatever, I, whatever. That's why I wasn't really, like, interested until, like, the fourth episode. I was like, all right, I'll give it a fucking shot. But so this, then... Well, go ahead. Finish your story because I do have a point I want to make with this show. Okay. Well, so then you, we watched that and it's like, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first one's just kind of an intro. It intros the story and the zombies and the world ended and the things happened and everything, you know, spoilers. If by now you don't know what happens to Jill's daughter, I don't know what to tell you, but. <laughs> spoilers. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's good. The first episode's good. It's not great. Uh, I, you know, first episode of Game of Thrones is definitely better than the first episode of Last of Us. But then you keep watching it. And other than like a few little spots that you're like, all right, come on, let's go. It's, it stays like right up there. The writing is so fucking good. It's, and the show is so fucking good. The, the Bill and Frank episode alone is one of the best episodes of TV I've ever seen. Like just their story. And from what I understand, their story is not really in the game at all. They kind of went off and like explored the universe and we're like, all right, we're going to expand what's on the video game. We're not going to just do it for T for T and be the exact same story. We're going to expand on it. And they did by doing a whole episode that is about characters that are in the game, sort of, from what I understand. And they did an episode just about them and it's so fucking good. Nick Offerman, oh my God, bro. Such an amazing fucking actor. Uh, so yeah, if even if you just watched the third episode of the last of us just to watch the bill and frank show uh just watch that if anything else if you don't want to watch the last of us fine just watch the third episode and call it good because that is a fucking amazing episode of television it's fucking incredible uh but yeah we're we're caught up now we binged the first four episodes and then we had to wait to watch the fifth one and now uh the fifth or sixth one and then seventh one came out tonight i think i can't remember it's it's really good though. Uh, well, it is, it's good. I, I'm I'm going to watch it. I I, I will. I, I'm going to wait until everything's out so I can binge it. But I am going to watch it, and I'm going to watch it to show my support for for one reason. The Last of Us, in my opinion, is a gigantic fuck you to the people that wrote the Halo show. 
this is <laughs> this is a prime example of you can stick straight to the source material. You can almost because I mean, I've seen some of the side by sides. Yeah, know, well, yeah, it's, it's like a, exactly it's the, the same, same dialogue, the same fucking shirt, the same yeah, watch, exactly. the same. And and people fucking love it. It is yeah. a great example of you could have done something within the realm of that. You didn't even for, have to write Halo. the Halo show. You could have just re, you could have filmed a live action version of Halo CE, word yeah. for word, and it would have yeah. been better what they than what well, they gave us. You could have, um, you could have taken and told a story of Master Chief anywhere. Because you know, you could have you could have put him in any world, give him his same background, give him Cortana, give him everything, yeah. And you could have told a you could have told another show or told another story that wasn't canon but stuck to what John and and Master Chief are, and people would have eaten it up. Now, mm. I would have loved to have seen a live action CE because goddamn, could you imagine the library and and fucking you know oh, shit yeah I mean. It would be goddamn terrible, but this is just a prime example. Like no, nobody watched it. Nobody cared about the Halo. All of the fans were so excited to see John on the big screen and and everything I, we've I ever wasn't. wanted as a fan. <laughs> well, I mean, I, 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 well, I, can, I already knew before it would it came out because I had heard you know that they didn't follow it. And I was like, oh, it's gonna right, suck. right. No, I get that. But I'm, I'm say if we go back to if we go back to you know when when the when the concept was announced that they were going to do a Halo television show, and we were like, you know, we're finally going to get to see John and Master Chief and Kuratana and all this. We didn't get any of that. Got none of that. Yeah. And so, as far as I'm concerned, that's you know, just like what Mystery said. What Halo show? Yeah. You know. Well, it, I I've only seen maybe thirty seconds of the Halo show, and what I saw looked like a high schooler's final film project. That's what I'll say. That's a that's a good thing. I mean, that's a good comparison. It but did I mean, not it, look good. <laughs> it well, it's honestly not only is this a good fuck you to Halo, it's also a great fuck you to Star Wars, because they mm. went in and completely changed all of the lore post Return of the Jedi in in Star Wars for when Disney took over, and with the exception of what John Favreau and Dave Filoni have had their hands on, the rest of it fucking sucked. Yeah, you know, and, and they, they expanded on and made it better. They didn't go. Yeah. let's and, take a winning you know, and, recipe and make it a fucking traditional recipe cliche with uh, the skin of the thing slapped on it. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, you look at, you look at what stuff that the, uh, that the F and F are bringing back to star Wars, you know, they've alluded heavily that we're going to see grand Admiral Thrawn either in Mando or in Ahsoka. It's coming. We're going to yeah. see it. Um, it, It's just really interesting that, they're bringing back all of the things that made Star Wars in the expanded universe so much fun and so good, but this new shit that they threw at us was just that, you know. And then you have Last of Us over here that was, like you said, doing a literal word for word remake, and it's like, and people eating it up. Everybody's loving it, having a great oh, it's, time. It's so good. You know? Well, they had a good source material to work from, and that's kind of like a slap in the face to Halo when you. It completely ignore it. You almost kind of, even if you don't say it, you imply that yeah, well, the source material sucks. Though we're gonna make it a cool sci-fi show. You didn't need to do that. There's so much good fucking story already in the Halos to just throw it all away and make a fucking sci-fi show that you can slap Master Chief's name on. 
Yeah. It's fucking such a slap in the face to the Halo fans. Well, they could have they could have picked any of the books in in the Halo universe and did a remake of that. And so few people have read the books that it's going to go completely missed. People aren't going to catch the oh, well, you know, we don't want any spoilers. You know, well, yeah. obviously the kids in Last of Us they know how that shit's going to end. They all played the fucking game. But they're totally cool with seeing how it gets there. They're they're all about the journey. They're not about the fucking ending. It's the it's the story being told. And yeah. they could have they could have done that with Star Wars, and they could have done that with Halo, and we would have all had a fucking blast. Amazing time. Well, I hope yeah. that Last of Us is so fucking good, especially the Bill and Frank episode. But Last of Us <laughs> is so fucking good that I hope it finally shows people. Oh, we literally we can copy the homework and just change our name at the top. And we'll still get an A+. Plus. <laughs> it works. If it ain't fixed. Or excuse me, if it ain't broken, don't if fix it. If it ain't fixed, don't fuck it up. If it ain't fixed, don't break it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I do want to say real quick, uh, Bella Ramsey is fucking amazing as Ellie. Yeah. I don't want to see people bully her. It's a fucking nightmare that people online are like, uh, literally bullying her and I can see through your words that you're literally like she's not as pretty as the Ellie from the game who gives a fucking flying fuck my she's response to that years old you're yeah. not trying to fuck her anyway she's that's a fictional so that's, character that's my response I'm like oh you're you're comparing you're comparing the sexuality of an underage minor di- digitally represented on the screen yeah fuck is wrong with you and number two some of the lines that she delivers line for line nothing against um what's her nuts that's in critical role and also plays Ellie in the video game. I don't remember her name right now, sorry. But okay. Bella Ramsey delivers, critical role, well known. delivers the line better than her in the show, in some of them, not all of them. They're both fucking amazing actresses, but Bella Ramsey fucking kills it. There's a moment in the show, uh, and I saw it again on a TikTok earlier, uh, even though we never use that app really, but... Uh, there's a moment in the show where she gets scared and it, you feel it. You feel the emotion of it. There's moments she gets emotional and like, she's so fucking good. I mean, you saw her in Game of Thrones. You're rewatching Game of Thrones. Hers, the leader of house. I can't. Yeah. Mormont. Mormont. Like she's so fucking good. She's. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. So sure. She doesn't look like Ellie from the game, but you need to fucking suck it up, buttercup. You're not trying to fuck a 15 year old anyways. She's fucking an, an amazing actress and she deserves all the respect and hopefully rewards and hopefully more work from this because she's been amazing in it. So. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's that's the cream of the week. And I'm trying to catch up on the thing here. Let's see. Thrawn is the best bad guy of Star Wars ever, says Q-Stick. Yep, uh, I don't know down. who that is, so I'll have to take your word for it. <laughs> uh, when he when he shows up, because I know he will show up in uh, in Ahsoka, because they've already re- she already referenced him at the end of the last season of Ahsoka. Um, yeah. So we know that that's we know that that's coming, but when he shows up in all of his blueness, and he's he's that oh, type Thrawn of the fucking the blue skin, yeah. yeah. Oh, I fucking red love eyes. that dude. Yeah. And when he shows up, and he's so matter-of-fact when he speaks, that he doesn't care about your situation. Oh, never mind. That's you a different skin, dude. Um, yeah, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, oh, okay. So he's yeah. coming? Yeah. Well, he has to. Well, so I mean, the nice thing is you have John Favreau is an excellent creative mind. 
and you can tell him three paragraphs of a thing and he'll tell you, all right, here's a story we could do. And then you have Dave Filoni who knows everything there ever is to know about Star Wars and he's worked on it for so long that he knows all these things he needs to throw in it and like it's just a winning combo. You throw those two at a Star Wars project, it's going to be fucking good. God, I'm just going to be full fucking masked. I cannot wait. <laughs> I just, I, I'm just, already I, fucking chubbing it just that I saw that uh, John Favreau directed all of these, or not mm, directed, wrote all wrote of these. Sploosh. With Dave Filoni on three of them. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's we We are... No one realized it until... We got got Mando, um, short form Star Wars. That uh, no one saw that coming. Nobody thought yeah. that that would be well, what. John Favreau where... probably saw it coming. Oh yeah, I guarantee he did. That's why we got it. He basically created the Marvel universe. He sees things coming. He knew yeah. it would work. <laughs> he, he got he got it right. And and well, the other thing too is you know I tell people like, granted, yes, I know it's a cartoon, but go back and watch Clone Wars, and then go watch Rebels. And which Dave Filoni was involved in those, in those, um, in the production of those uh, shows. And it's so good. The storytelling is just, it's top notch. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Credit to John Favreau for creating the Marvel universe that I don't give two shits about how much I say that I love and, you know, Dick ride John Favreau. And I just don't care about the Marvel universe. (laughs) I've never seen any of the Iron Mans. I've never seen the Winter Soldier or the Captain Americas. Or <laughs> I have not watched a lot of the later ones. Yeah. You know, and it's just kind of whatever. Maybe I'll make my cream of the week one of these times. One of my favorite absolute masterpiece films that John Favreau made and stars in. Uh, but we'll save that for another time. Uh, let's see. I think we've covered everything. I just want to say thank you to... Who's this guy? Real Mystery. Thanks for Real Mystery... And our usual rabble, rabble, and Filk for visiting on the live stream. Thank you for everyone that listens to the audio. Uh, make sure you check out pigspod.com. Uh, maybe keep checking it throughout the week. I might get the uh, updated, even better looking website up sometime this week with Q's Corner, his little blog. I don't know what he said on it. He probably said something dirty about Potacular. <laughs> Actually, I think I did. I? I don't remember if I did or not. I may have. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do we, do we have to cover anything besides that? No, I think we're done. Look out for episode 100. It's going to be a fucking wild ride. It, it might be episode 100. It might be episode 100 through 105. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> <laughs> but it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. And so am I on Wednesday, apparently. The Mandalorian. Oh, Goddamn. All right. Have to get the white pants <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> going to have a pillow on my lap just to hide things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, yeah, uh, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but you know, when you walk into a room and you're like, why am I in here? Your brain, <laughs> your brain forgets what the fuck you were doing. Nope. Uh, I feel like I had to say something, but I'm good. This has been a good episode. I don't know. Well, I guess we're good. Bye. All right. All right. Bye Q. Bye Oreo. <laughs>
The wife's got to be John Fees with a sex addiction And it's hard to walk him in the park Every other dog we see gets chased and pinned And fucked and licked in the arse We glanced on smoking weed in his bedroom Texting girls photos of his cock Jesus, fuck <laughs> If a dad comes round then I'll smash his car with a rock Big old balls that drag me down You find me dancing around sexy town Red like district peddling around And then I get mucked and my pants turn brown Bachelor pad covered in spaff Dorito crumbs all up in my bath Flaking skin on my head Some bird flesh, let it shed Wake up Sunday, wife just punched me Said she's hungry, gotta go cook Wi-Fi's broken, so I gotta watch my porn In the form of comic books Brother, look, wank myself with a single finger Captain Hook Can I go smoke my bag with a random man In a dark and weary nook Bought to transcender man, two pints Can I get lucky and fist him tonight? Cause stick my cock with a pink hair tie Not too tight, no, I don't wanna die Used to have a dog, his name was Francis Then he ran away, what a selfish bastard Now I got a cat and his name is Patrick PKJ got jealous of the tactic When I say hi, I get shut down When I'm outside, I get stressed out When I got people around, I'm anxious Nobody likes me, what the fuck now When I say hi, I get shut down When I'm outside, I get stressed out When I got people around, I'm anxious Nobody likes me, what the fuck now Call me the neighbor's name when you fuck me You ain't gonna kiss me, you ain't gonna hug me Shit, I mean really, just do something Please just touch me I don't wanna go to my nephew's birthday His friends play rugby, they might just hurt me Last time they just kicked my shins and spat on me Christmas turkey Hit another spliff and I feel alright Then I hit another line, I convulse and fly They grab me hard, left open wide Jump on the back of me ex and pipe I'm like hello, I'm like hi Do you wanna back rub, do you wanna die? Do you wanna catch up, do you wanna cry? Do you wanna slice of the painful pie? Wife's got a best friend, her name's Sandy She's got a husband, his name's Andy I like to picture them when they fuck And imagine that her ass tastes sweet like candy Who's got a camera? Wanna take a picture? Got a good shot to my best friend's sister She's bent down with her hand on red rock card In the middle of a game of Twister I play the horns, the horns of death A girl said hi, now I'm obsessed I'm sticking in the wank bank, back to the nest And it's candlelight, laid back and caress I'm not alone, the voice in my head Tells me I'm handsome and great in bed When you got chocolate, who needs sex? I can just wank to a text instead When I say hi, I get shut down When I'm outside, I get stressed out When I got people around, I'm anxious Nobody likes me, what the fuck now When I say hi, I get shut down When I'm outside, I get stressed out When I got people around, I'm anxious Nobody likes me, what the fuck